controlling transmission. My body is burning me. Let them. My fat ass has a big red ring. Let them. Relief is what I desire. Cause my ass feels like it's on fire. Let them. It feels like my ass is on fire. Yeah. I'll have to get this one of those inflatable tires. Cause it burns, burns, burns. <laughs> like my ass is on fire. My ass is on fire. One thing that could do is scorch through the old shoes. Burning from what you thought was gas. <laughs> and it shoots from out of your ass. Rack, rack, rack them. It feels like my ass is on fire. Uh-huh. I'll have to get this one of those inflatable tires. Because it burns, burns, burns. Oh. Like my ass is on fire. My ass is on fire. Partly. Advertising writers in Florida were planning to pitch hemorrhoid relief products with a commercial featuring the Johnny Cash classic Ring of Fire, a.k.a. Ass of Fire, but Cash's family said there's no way they're going to let that happen. We would never allow the song to be demeaned like that, Cash's daughter Roseanne told a Tennessean of Nashville, Tennessee. The hit was written by Cash's wife, June Carter Cash, she's still dead, and Merle Kilgore, who's now Hank Williams Jr.'s manager. Both Johnny and June Carter Cash died this uh, last year. TV producer Sue Miller of Big Grin Productions in Fort Lauderdale. Hi, Sue. Said she thought of the idea when she heard the song on the radio while struggling with the uncomfortable condition. Sue's got it. Said it's uh, life is a pain in the ass. And uh, she also, I'm sure, heard Ass of Fire. Kilgore said at first he thought the idea was funny and that he often joked about hemorrhoids on stage whenever he'd introduce Ring of Fire. But Cash's family ain't laughing. No way. Merle started talking about this moronic time without talking to any of us, she told the Tennessean. The song is about the transformative power of love, and that's what it always meant to me, and that's what it will always mean to the Cash Chillins. Kilgore said it was not his intention to upset the family, and we certainly, we want to upset the family, we don't really no. care. We don't care who we upset, quite frankly. Well, we could what? pretend to care. No, we no, you, maybe you do, I don't. If there are people who are upset, have a great life, get lost. Anyway, so the big announcement at 1 o'clock today, John, uh, everybody keeps calling him John Dean. There must be something subliminal about Maybe that. get married. Howard Dean is going to announce that he's uh, not going to be campaigning no more. His name will still be on the ballot because the ego trip is still there, but uh, he's not going to be campaigning no more. He's going to be suspending his campaigning activities, and at least then he won't be fleecing these poor and suspecting bastards for more money to continue his futile and embarrassing campaign. After a dismal, distant third-place showing in Wisconsin last night, 
Uh, final tally, Kerry had 40%. That's your next president, John Kerry. Uh, uh, John Edwards, your next vice president, had 34%. And uh, Howard Dean had 18%. And never wavered all night long. While Kerry and uh, Edwards were battling neck and neck, nose to nose, back and forth, side by each, there was Dean at a distant third all night long, stuck at least he's consistent with 18%. They looked at that Miskite wife of his and they said, Are you kidding me? We won't even let her near the White House, much less in it. So Dean's going to be holding a uh, an event. They're calling it an event at his uh, Burlington, Vermont uh, home, 1 o'clock this afternoon. It'll be on. We'll carry it, of course, won't we? You bet. It'll kill some good time. I already know what's going to be, though. He's going to keep his name on a ballot, but he ain't uh, campaigning no more. So I guess we've had our last opportunity to see the uh, I Have a Scream speech, you know, live and uh, in person. Maybe oh, you'll come out and give it one last shot. What do you think? He'll be back. For old time's sake. Hey, for old time's sake, we got Jane Fonda's boobies on our website. I, I looked carefully. I borrowed Miss Fudge's uh, magnifying glass there. And I looked very carefully to see if I could find John Kerry anywhere in between the boobies, in between the nips uh, in the background somewhere. Couldn't find no sign of John Kerry. So He's on the coast. other side. Oh, is that it? On the other side. So the, of the coast mountain. is clear. That's good. See, so let's take a look at the results from yesterday's poll. We had the staggering response, and wait till they uh, take a look at Jane Fonda's boobies today. We'll probably even get a bigger response, because that's what they want to see is nips and boobies. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry about that, Michael. Michael Powell, probably monitoring right now. 1,871 votes, we asked yesterday. Which of these applies to you? I voted for Gore in 2000, and I'll vote for Kerry this time, 1,102, about 59%. I voted for Bush in 2000, and will again, 238, 12.6%. A little over 12.5% voted for Bush last time and are going to make the same bad mistake again this time. And we really regret that, big time. I didn't vote in 2000, but I will in 2499. We didn't ask those people how they're going to vote, but that would have taken all the suspense away, right? Right. Got to leave something hanging, you know? I voted for Bush in 2000, but this time I'll vote for Kerry, 115. That's 6.1%. I'm too stupid to vote. 110. I want to give you a kiss. Right on the lips. 110, 5.8% said I'm too stupid to vote. I voted for Nader, but this time Kerry, 56. That's another 3%. Following this? Yep, I'm adding them up. I voted in 2000, but I won't vote this year, 29. I'm not old, not old enough to vote 14, punks. I voted for Nader, but this time for Bush, only 8 out of 1,875. A staggering total on there. Now, I, I hate with all the numbers, you know, I hate running down these lists yeah, and all these damn numbers, but once a day we'll do it, and of course Friday at 155 will be the deadline for our hot couples contest right. for who's going to win those trips to Jamaica or the Bahamas, man. By the way, anybody notice that the Haitians are still revolting? Yeah, it was on the news. Does anyone care? Monica and Brian are leading the way. How many votes have we got on this turkey? 4,241. Oh, my God. Holy crap. That's in, uh, when we put this up, yesterday morning at 10. Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, Monday morning at 10. Whatever it was. Yeah. So, in other words, in two days, we've, so we're averaging 2,000 votes a day. We could have over 10,000 votes on this sucker. Is that incredible or what? 4,241 votes. How many of you think are real? About 30, man. Anyway, we don't care. Whatever you can accomplish, good luck to you. That's, uh, we can't control it. Monica and Brian, 820. Sarah and Sean, 600. Uh, I'm not going to read them all. Carmen and Carlos, 560. 560 QAM. We'd like them more already. Uh, fourth place, Jessica and Jeffrey, 451. They still got a shot. Karen and Joe, 246. 
uh, Giselle and Rick, 241. Aaron and Brandon, 201. Jessica and Henry, 179. I'm just going to do the ones with over 100. Okay. Carmen and Danny, 137. Uh, Davida and Garvey. Davida? Okay, and, sure. And uh, whatever her name is, 102. And, uh, and that's it. Nobody else has 100. So that's the way they land right now. And you can go on neilrogers.com and vote on our Hot Couples Contest. Vote on our poll, which we're going to be building today. Oh, not one of those. And we've done this before, but I don't mm -hmm. think we ever had it as um, general as this. You know what I mean? We yeah. did movie stars. We did stuff like that. We did jock. We did everything. Jock. Yeah. Every time I, every time I hear that spot, I think of where Larry says, I did jock. I did jock. I did everything. Last night, by the way, at 930, one of the most embarrassing live moments in TV history, I would say, is Wolf Blitzkrieg and Larry got their, they all were getting their uh, wires and signals crossed on CNN. And while Wolf Blitzkrieg was sitting there breathlessly promoting his 10 o'clock hour with the final results coming up, and we had this neck-and-neck, nose-to-nose, Carrie and uh, Edwards battle going on. On the bottom of the screen, somebody accidentally put up the, uh, you know how they have the check mark when they declare a winner? Right. And even though at that time, Carrie was a couple of votes behind, Carrie wins in, uh, <laughs> in Wisconsin, and they put another uh, little uh, thing on it for like a half a second until they pulled it up. And Wolf is saying, well, it's much too close, and it's going to be a tense battle, Larry, and blah, 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 you know. And then we go back to Larry, who says, well, uh, we're going to go right back to you, Wolf, because I understand you've got some new information. And we go back to Wolf, and we'll say, oh, oh uh, well, uh, I do. Uh, uh, oh, uh. And then we go back to Larry, who says, well, maybe, uh, and then uh, it's just, it was an abortion. It was great. I loved it. I bet you Ted Turner's ass turned like a ring of fire red. Speaking of Ted Turner, Jane Fonda's naked on our uh, website today. Boobies and nips. As she's sunning herself in that commie pinko hot sun. As she's preparing to burn in hell. Here's our poll today. Who is or was the hottest female celebrity of all time? I mean, that covers a lot of territory, right? Yeah, a lot. Even Dr. Judy Dean might qualify. Oh. Who is or was the hottest female male celebrity of all time? i got a short list here. Britney Spears, Marilyn Monroe, Liz Taylor, Jane Fonda, Halle Berry, and Janet Jackson. I put those three on there because those three have been um, right. almost naked on our website, right? Right, and they're in the news. And it's timely. Yeah, I mean, boobs are back. Boobs yeah. are back in. For a while there, it was like, uh, well, since since your girlfriend there from Gay Watch. OPM. The, Pam Anderson yeah. Schwartz, uh, whatever the hell her name yeah. is. She made everyone um, hate boobs. She, she's the one that kind of turned America yeah. off on boobs because most of them, you stuck a pin in them and they squirt, squirt. Just everything came oozing out. Yeah. Britney Spears, Marilyn Monroe, Liz Taylor, Jane Fonda, Halle Berry, Janet Jackson. So I'm sure we'll get some suggestions for this poll today as we build it. Got some dead people from our uh, guy out there who does the dead stuff. Oh, and also speaking of Bo Deedle. Oh, yeah. Remember I mentioned that obnoxious New York stereotypical asshole that was on Imus again yesterday morning? That sounds like We watch Imus people. because, uh, like some people say about this show, it's like watching a train wreck. I mean, he's just, I, I can't get over that show. <laughs> no. It's just, uh, no, I, I, I'm, I've become fixated now. I know. I because I'm so it. obsessed with the idea that this doddering old dead man in a chair is still sitting there. And this morning he had on Dick Cavett. So there were like two dead men in a chair. And Cabot was incoherent. He was mumbling incoherently, and uh, it fit right in. It was great. Anyway, this Bo Deedle, they're always dragging him out. He's a former New York cop, NYPD cop. I looked on this, uh, I looked him up on the web, and I found some interesting comments. Some, of course, are uh, kissing his ass. This is back when the uh, sniper thing was going on in D.C. I see. Somebody writes, the situation with a sniper on the loose is the, in the Washington, D.C. area is pretty scary. What really frightens me, though, is the junk that's coming out of Bo Deedle's mouth. 
MSNBC is using Dietla a lot during this saga. He's got some interesting things to say, like his recommendations on closing down highways and having a lot of police around. He says some really scary stuff, though. Last night on location with Ashley Banfield, he declared it was time to start giving up some civil liberties, and we need to stop and search every car. Just moments ago, he told us he didn't care if it was a legal search or not. If we find a gun, we have our sniper. Mr. Deedle, the sniper is a pretty minor threat. The odds of being hit by the sniper are so far less than the 10 in 250 million in the U.S. The threat of having my civil liberties stripped by boobs like you is far greater. I'd expect that a former police officer like yourself would be able not to panic and throw out the rules that make our society possible in moments like this. I guess this illustrates to me the mindset of police officers. That, to me, is truly the frightening thing around here. And then after a couple of ass-looking uh, comments on here, here's one from uh, somebody in uh, Florida, no less. Says quite possibly the most ignorant SOB ever to appear in Imus, Bo Deedle. In fact, that was uh, posted yesterday, so you must have seen yesterday's performance. It's a beautiful thing. 1013 at 560 QAM. Live and local. This is 560. The radio is all yours. QAM. Oh my God, your breasts are beautiful. Unmistakably, this is television at its best. Diana, looks like you're going to be going to jail for DUI. What did the cop say to you when he stopped you? Your blood alcohol was pretty high. How did you feel the day after? You're probably going to have a cellmate that thinks you're kind of cute. What do you think's going to happen? Diana, be strong. You can do it. What are you going to say the moment you get out of jail? This has been a presentation of ABC News. 1018 at 560 WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. Mad Dog will be along at 2, the Humper 4 to 630. Another tough assignment for Hank. <laughs> Panther preview at 630. The Panthers at the Red Hot Sabres who are scoring goals in bunches. 7 o'clock tonight. Did I mention that Trevor Kid sucks? Uh, that'll be yeah. on QAM. On AM 790, you got Hurricanes warm-up at uh, 6.30, and then 7 o'clock on Waxy 790, Hurricanes at UM Huskies with Josh Darrow. And our condolences to Joe Zagacki, whose dad passed away, so uh, Clarence will be doing the basketball game. Ed K. follows the hockey game. Following all of this? I am, yeah. At 10 o'clock, and Joe and Mark overnight, and the new and improved Mo Howard Davided. Absolutely. 5, 8 in the morning, Joe Rose, 8 to 10, who still ain't got paid after 9 or 10 weeks. He still hasn't gotten paid a dime because Greg is in hiding, as usual. And a child. Well, anyway, here's the Howard Dean story. After finally, after a disappointing third place showing in Wisconsin primary, uh, Governor Dean plans to suspend his presidential campaign today. A Dean official told CNN he will leave his name on a ballot, but the campaign as we have known it for the past 14 months will cease to exist. The campaign that started out with such tremendous promise and then ended like in a uh, just fizzled out. He never even came close second anywhere. No. I mean, I think uh, somewhere he came second, like in Nevada, uh, somewhere. But not not close, nowhere is, no how, no uh, nothing. You know, we got a lot of people interested and excited. That's wonderful. We'll give him credit for that. We will not give him credit for good eyesight when you take a look at uh, Dr. Judy Dean. He's expected to make an announcement at 1 o'clock this afternoon at Burlington, Vermont, which we will carry briefly because he has a tendency to ramble on. And then, of course, they're all uh, going on about uh, John Edwards with that strong second-place finish last night and all of this other crap, 40 to 34 percent. He gave uh, Kerry a run for his money. But what they're not talking about enough is the fact that in Wisconsin, independents and Republicans can cross over and vote in the uh, Democratic primary, which, of course, makes a mockery of the whole thing because uh, those people aren't Democrats in the first place. Why should they be picking the Democratic candidate? And the answer is they shouldn't. Right. And most of the uh, primaries, like, for example, in two weeks, 
on Super Tuesday, March number two. Uh, most of those states don't have crossover voting or even cross-dresser voting. So that ain't going to be a possibility again. And, of course, among Democrats, Kerry wiped the floor with Edwards' ass. I'm not saying anything bad about John Edwards except that, like Ima said, when I agree with him, it's got to really be something. That thing on his lip is very its disconcerting, you know? Yeah. And because that thing on his lip must be awfully heavy or disturbing to him, he kind of like, almost like Jean Chrétien, uh, talks out of the side, one side of his mouth. He's like a southern Jean Chrétien. If you catch my <laughs> Who's that? Where? Here's some deaths to report. Jan Miner. Oh, and by the way, Rita Hayworth. We can put that up there now, Eric, and so you can just uh, go have a nice day. Because Josh, I'm sure, will be adding the thousands of names to our list about the hottest female celebrity of all time. Mojo says, Rita Hayworth, hands down, hottest broad ever. Hands down her pantaloonies. That's what Mojo says, so let's get Rita Hayworth on there. We got it. We can put that baby right up there, because I'm sure that I voted for Britney. Yeah. Oh, the video is just on, as a matter of fact. No. Well, it's still on during the daytime? Uh, can you believe you it? You better call Michael uh, Powell about that and what, let him know. What do you want me to call him? An asshole. Jan Miner died. Here's our deaths at a report list from our facts here today. Now, you probably say, who the hell is Jan Miner? Well, who you the know hell who Jan is Miner is. Stage actress forever known as Madge the Manicurist in the <gasps> Palm Olive dishwashing liquid commercials, where she talked about the soap's gentleness and told her customers the hands were soaking in it. You're soaking in it, and now she's floating in it. She played the part for 27 excruciating years, in addition to her busy film and stage career. She died February 15 in the hospital in Bethel, Connecticut. She was 86. Joe Vitarelli, greaseball actor who made a career out of playing mobsters in films like Analyze This, Analyze That, Shallow Hell, Mickey Blue Eyes, Mafia, and Mobster, and who reprised his familiar persona in the recent spot for Staples, which first aired during the Super Bowl on the day before his death. How do you like that? It aired on the day before his death. I bet wow. you when he saw Janet's <laughs> booby, that's what put him over the edge. He died February 2nd in Las Vegas. He had a heart problem at 62. He probably was in his room watching that thing, and that was it. Charlie Fox. All the sports nerds know Charlie Fox. Baseball manager was voted manager of the year in 71 after leading the San Francisco Giants to a 90-72 and 72 record. Managed the team from 70 to 74, and later served as general manager for the Montreal Expos. Died February 16 at a hospital in Palo Alto, California, of pneumonia at the age of 82. And Michael Moran. Remember him? Who? I think he was kin to Ian Moran. He used to play for the Penguins. Familiar character actor with supporting roles in such films as Scarface, Nine and a Half Weeks, Ghostbusters 2, Fletch Lives, A Perfect Murder, Sleeper, City by the Sea, and Catch Me If You Can, who had guest appearances in numerous TV shows including Matlock, Law and Order, and The Cosby Mysteries. What the hell is that, The Cosby Mysteries? Don't ask. Wow. You don't want to know. Okay. No, I don't. If Bill Cosby had anything to do with it, I don't want nothing oh. to know. I don't want to know. It's he gives me the willies. Beyond imagination. And who may be more familiar as the German banker in Pils Pillsbury Toaster Strudel commercials, which he played for several years, died February the 11th in New York City Hospital after brief illness at age 59. He was the German baker in the Pillsbury Toaster Strudel commercials. He probably also was the guy who used to poke the uh, Pillsbury Doughboy in the Pupik. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> and the Doughboy would, would giggle just like that. He would stick his uh, finger in his Pupik, and the Pillsbury Doughboy would let, let out like a little giggle, a little geschrei. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Marvelous Line. We want to build an impressive list on our poll here of at least twenty thirty thousand names. Who is or was the hottest female celebrity of all time? Look at all the call on there, man. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hello.
<laughs> that was great. I loved it. See, we always get off to a really big start. It just it kind of gives me a good chuckle. And keep... No, I'm serious. It always gives me the impetus to keep going for the next four hours. That was beautiful. Beautiful thing. Thank you so much, sir. The phones are just smoking off the hook with names of hot female celebrities. We've never done this one before. We did movie actresses. This encompasses everybody. Right. Celebrity. Anybody famous. Anybody flame, uh, uh, famous. There they go. Finally. A little bit slow. WQAM, hello. Fuck you. And back at you. WQAM, hello. QAM. Like I said, they're a little bit on the wow. slow side today. They're a little bit surly, a little having a... Uh, maybe these are the Dean people now. They're taking it kind of tough. Don't take it so hard, okay? He still has had his moment in the sunshine. WQAM, hello. QAM. Yes, sir. Beverly D'Angelo. Who? Beverly D'Angelo. Beverly D'Angelo? Yeah. Who's that? She, she was in... Um, she played the wife in those uh, Chevy Chase um, National Lampoon. Oh, okay, great. Beverly D'Angelo. Got it? We got it. I, do you know who that was? Absolutely. She's been in a million movies. I'm not saying I know who she is now that he told me, but, I mean, would you have, if I'd have said that name, would you have said, oh, yeah, she was in those Chevy Chase movies? Yeah. Well, good for you. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger, all right. Absolutely. Good choice. Excellent choice. Thank you, Pally. Love you, bud. And have a great day. See, now we're starting. It took a little while. They're a little bit slow. Like, are we really playing this game now, Uncle Neil? Is this the game? We... Or are you going to start reading a whole bunch of stuff and leave us all hanging here? I'll do whatever the hell I want. How do you like that? Oh, I'll do it. I'll play it by ear is the way it goes. That's the way it works on this show. Play it by ear. 26 pack past 10. Well, let's see. I got some votes coming in there. Marilyn Monroe. Finally, we got that thing going. We got it up. Marilyn usually has that effect. Seven for Marilyn, three for Britney Spears. I hate, I'm going to say something you're not going to like, and a lot of people won't like. I thought Marilyn Monroe, from a facial standpoint, was highly overrated. Oh, I agree. I mean, you know, the body and the uh, sexiness and all, all of that stuff, fine. But I think that her face was, eh, you know, right. yeah, I mean, she wasn't no a, Dr. Judy Dean. but a beauty, beauty alone standpoint, right, that was not all Plus, she had a mole. Yeah, well, moles can be attractive. She had that mole, which she, uh, she loaned to Enrique because she, she don't need no mole. After the terrible. Kennedys got her, I mean, after she died. Well, yeah. 27 past 10 at 560 WQM. Last time you looked at it, guys, you took a look at that thing and you said, holy crap, this thing is as useless as Todd Dreck. We're talking, of course, about your paycheck, that teeny tiny embarrassing check you get every week or two. If you want to change that, get yourself a real career and some skills that will enable you to get a big fat paycheck and a real life that goes with having it, call our friends at Fast Train. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN because in just four short months, you can have yourself a new high-paying computer career. The demand for computer professionals is growing like crazy, like Todd Rex knows. Pick up the phone and call toll-free 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. With seven locations, they're bound to be a campus nearby where you live. Fast Train offers you job placement, financial assistance for people who qualify, and with day-night and weekend classes, no excuse to stay in a dead-end job, no more. So don't forget, if you register right now, as in today, you can have a great career and a big, fat paycheck to go along with it in just four short months. Check them out on the web, FastTrain.com, and then make that toll-free call that could change your life. Be sure when you call to mention that Todd Dreck told you to call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. We're Sports Radio 560, QAM. This press conference to allow me the opportunity to speak out not with regard to legal issues that face Michael Jackson presently, but to lash out 
at my sister Janet's terrible behavior at last Sunday's Super Bowl. I am as offended as the rest of you regarding her boob-showing activity during halftime. I am even more upset that a network let such a sickening display get on the air. Women are disgusting, especially naked women. People believe that she was actually wearing a pasty when Justin Timberlake tore off her clothing. This is simply not true. I am here to say, for the very first time on the public airwaves, that my sister Janet Jackson actually has a metallic right nipple. The fact remains that all of us in the Jackson clan are actually space aliens. We came here to Earth to study your species. You are a bold and complex people on this planet. I am very sorry I am not able to address any questions from the press presently. I have to return to my spaceship with my wonder monkey, Gleek. Thank you very much. Come on, Gleek. Come on, Gleek. Gleek. Come on, Gleek. 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 1032 at 560 WQAM. Yeah, they came to Earth to uh, molest your children. If the priest can't do it, Michael might as well. Who is or was the hottest female celebrity of all time? Let's take uh, forty or 50,000 calls and get that list built. Marilyn Monroe is ahead of Britney Spears. I find that ludicrous. We have an Don't old crowd. That, huh? We have an old crowd. And I, what does it have to do with your age? I mean, I'm an old fart, too, but I can see, I can sniff, I can smell, I can see it. Right. She's grandmothered right? in by those people. I see. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hermione Gingle. <laughs> oh. And when we do the hottest male celebrity, we can put Hans Conrad. Oh. All right. Talking about old farts, Hermione Gingle. You don't even know who that is, do you? No, I've heard you mention it. You don't want to know. Whatever it is. She was only about 150 years old. Old. She? Uh, she used to be on like pantomime quiz 100 years ago. WQM, hello. Fuck you. Out of control today, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Just out of control. That couldn't have been our friend, could it? <laughs> no. That, that was a different friend. Let's see. Here's one. It says, if she isn't now, she probably will be the hottest female celebrity of all time. Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. We. Oui. We have no problem with that. No. She looked pretty damn good at the Grammys, I'll tell you that. She looked just fine. She doesn't have a bad, a bad side. WQM, hello. Yeah, hello, Neil. Yes, sir. And you left off the best is uh, Sophia Loren. Sophia Loren. Well, if we put them all on there, then what would you guys do? Oh, geez. She's the right lush, the best, man. And you know what? She still looks good. Mm-hmm. Still hot, yeah, exactly. Okay, you got okay, it, Okay, Neil. Have Thank a great you. day. You, you bet. Too. You're welcome. De nada. 5670560, pound 560. i got a whole bunch of stuff I want to get into here, but I figure we start with about six, 700 calls, right? Why to get not? the names built on that list. Because we don't want all... Oh, look at Marilyn Monroe, 22, Britney Spears, 9, Halle Berry, 7, Rita Hayworth, 4. Come on now. Take a look at Britney in that video, in that toxic video. Just take a look at that. I even I, even an old fag like me, can tell that's something really, really special right there. Yeah. Marilyn Monroe couldn't hold a candle to her, but I bet you'd like to watch. Okay. One day we'll do the... Um, we already did, I guess, the um, lesbian fantasy thing. We'll do that again. We'll do a poll on that. Britney and Marilyn Monroe. Okay. WQM, hello. Does the person we nominate have to be over 18? It has to be a celebrity. Yeah, but maybe... Not, not necessarily. Well, it all depends on how embarrassed you are. I mean, you know... Well, let me say quick before someone recognizes my voice. Too late. Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff, who's that? Oh, please. Who is it? You don't, she's like the next Britney Spears. Did you ever hear Hillary Duff, George? Sure. 
You have? Yes. She's cute. What, is she a singer? Yes. Well, she's a, she'd like to be a singer. <laughs> <laughs> well, how old is she? About 10? She's 16. Oh, that's fine. No problem, man. This is only for fun, okay? And oh. we were tracing the call, by the way. Have a great day. Okay. Nice. Hillary Duff? Yeah, she's one of these. She's like the Olsen twins. She does a little of this, a little of that. Duff, get off this instant. Yeah. See, you stepped on Duff. Duff, get off this instant. Hillary Duff. Well, it goes to show you how sheltered I am. I mean, what do I know about that? You're not missing anything. Oh. I mean, she's cute, but, you know. Cutesy. Yeah, you wouldn't want to. See, that guy, now, see, when when Britney was 17, there was no, there wasn't one heterosexual male out there that had any qualms about it. They wanted her bad, okay? They'd even, in fact, they'd even go out and and, uh, pony up the cash for the phony ID. Just to cover their ass, and hers too. I would have done her in front of the They'd jury. They'd covered her ass. Just, you know, that expression about when horses mate, he's covering the mirror. WQAM, hello. Hey, how about Hedy Lamar? Hedy Lamar was pretty special 100 years ago, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, thanks. You got it. Did he say? Absolutely. Hedy Lamar. Now, you're not going to spell these wrong, right? Because I noticed Beverly D'Angelo. Doesn't that have like an apostrophe in it? Isn't her name like, like Andrea from, huh? D. Apostrophe K N G E L O. Right. Well, I mean, you're leaving Josh to do it. How the hell would he know be- uh, who the hell that is? It's radio. We don't have to spell. Spell him right. Okay, Hedy Lamar. If you don't spell Hedy Lamar right, how is it? Is it got two D's or one? One. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. James yes, sir. Seymour. Who is it? Jane Seymour. Oh, Jane Seymour. Okay, yeah. she was on the CBS show for about 10 minutes, right? She's not still on her. Is she anywhere? Henry VIII's ex-wife. Jane Seymour. Now, she's like uh, light chocolate, right? Excuse me? Would you say Jane Seymour? Isn't she like mocha? White as the driven snow. No, come on. Who am I thinking of that used to be on that morning show? I don't know. There was some other broad. Well, maybe with a similar name. On the CBS morning show. Who Who is Jane Seymour? What does she do? Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. That is her latest thing, but she's been in a million movies. She wasn't on the CBS Morning Show? Not that I know of. Okay. She well, she the must be somebody with a very similar name who is a little bit on the light chocolate side. This is great that you have some idea, because I don't watch any of that, Drek. Oh, I'm sorry. Dr. Like, Quinn, yeah. Medicine Woman, you watch that? No, it's on the previews every Pat five Quinn, minutes. Medicine Woman? Practically. Brady Quinn, Medicine Man? By the way, I still have those pictures of Brady Quinn. We Thanks for 30 those. seconds of it. Don't He's a little that on me. strange looking. You watch, You probably even watch, uh, what's it, uh, Agatha Christie. Yeah, right. <laughs> Are you talking I about Murder, She Wrote with Angela Lansbury? That's what I was thinking of, with the 400-year-old Angela Lansbury. No, just because I'm up to Some date. Some people vote for her, by the way. Stuff. Some of our folks will vote for Angela Lansbury. Hey, she was a hottie. You remember Samson and Delilah? Delilah, Delilah no. the famous I remember Crovatus, though. You don't remember the famous Samson Ustinov. movie with the jawbone of an ass? It was. She has the jawbone of an ass? Lately. You, tell me you didn't see the Samson movie. No. WQM, hello. I'm Neil. Yes, sir. Beyonce Knowles. Beyonce Knowles. I knew it wouldn't take long, and we're looking at the side of her booby in the NBA uh, All-Star game. Thanks to TNT for blocking it out. Not. Um, Beyonce, of course. Now, Jane Seymour, you've you got to be playing with my brain. Maybe there's a different Jane Seymour. Is that possible? I don't know who you're talking about. There was a broad she was on with, uh, not with Brian Gumbel, but, uh, you know, they've had 800 different machinations and versions and the variations on a morning show on CBS to try no, to get an audience which no, they can't. No, because I don't watch those shows. All right. Well, I'm going to, during the break, I'm going to do a search on Jane Seymour, and I bet your life on it. All right. Oh, and look at this. The bishop, we'll get to that eventually. The bishop says he thought he hit a rock <laughs> in Arizona. <laughs> He thought he hit a big old rock, was one of those which is why that rocks. car was just smashed to smithereens and the window of the windshield was off. He just hit a rock. Thump. 
leaving the scene of an accident. Boy, the priests have got more damn problems these days, to which we can only say, All right. Excellent. Keep them coming. God's punishing them. Grave robbers. Bunch of drunks, <laughs> thieves, <laughs> pedophiles, <laughs> phonies, <laughs> liars, <laughs> hypocrites. <laughs> Try the wine. It's great. She was on Dr. Quinn, by the way. I beg your pardon? She, uh, Jane Seymour was on Dr. Quinn. We don't need yeah, to verify but, that. But that's not the question. I'm not asking that. I'm just wondering if the Jane Seymour I'm thinking. I know this broad's name is Jane Seymour, but it can't be the one from so Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. Look up the name that Neil's thinking of in his head on that morning <laughs> show that he also can't think of the name of. That's what you need to find on the Internet. Right, exactly. Just look it up. Whatever Neil's in his head right now. Well, you don't want to know. In fact, it probably was those pictures of Brady Quinn. He is a little, I don't know, a little bit too pretty. I still say that. Hey, Brady, hey, well, if he wouldn't be wearing all that lipstick, okay, maybe at Notre Dame, maybe the, uh, they like their pretty boys running around with lipstick. It's a Catholic okay. school, isn't it? That's what I was just saying. Touchdown Jesus at Notre Dame. Maybe somebody would like to touch him down there. Jesus Christ. 21 till 11 at 560 WQAM. Got a lot of uh, heavy doings, man. The Panthers at the Sabres tonight. Uh, desperate, if, and the Sabres have scored like 21 goals in their last three games. But the Panthers, if they have any minute, minor chance, do they really have a chance at the playoffs? No. No, but uh, they got to win tonight. And we'll have it for you on one of these stations, on one of our 15, 20, 30 different stations that we farm out all the games on. Hey, if you're thinking of buying a new car or truck, if you want to save yourself a whole potload of cash, then in, uh, I invite you to visit Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. You'll find them on US 1, just 20 minutes south of the 836. Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead is worth the drive because when you go there, you can save yourself thousands and thousands on brand new Toyotas. So why pay more someplace else? Check out these great prices waiting for you right now. An 04 Corolla load, including air that you own, for just $12,990. An 04 Camry with air automatic and lots, lots more, just $16,990. Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in the country, from just $14,990. And when you buy your new vehicle at Armstrong's Toyota Homestead, you get a free Sun Pass. This was the first either anywhere in South Florida that gave you free tires and batteries for life. And guess what? They're still doing it. General Manager David Rich and his staff will do whatever it takes to put you in the new Toyota you want today. So experience the Armstrong Toyota Homestead difference. Locally owned and operated, they're committed to making you 100% satisfied. Their service department is open late weeknights to late to make sure the service work is done and done right. You'll find them at US 1 and 293rd Street in Homestead. What's your name again, the broad that's handling this account? Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour is not doing much of a job with our friends at Arm. In fact, when you go down there, talk to a fat David Rich and say, you know, that brought a QM, that Jane Seymour, she don't know her ass from your elbow. You'll find them at US 1 and 293rd Street in Homestead, just 20 easy minutes south of the 836. So if you're sick and tired of those mega dealers who overpromise and underdeliver, here's what you ought to do. Call David Rich Armstrong's Toyota Homestead GM at 305-242-3247. 305-242-3247. Mention Jane Seymour. He'll chuck a little bit. Armstrong's Toyota Homestead. Drive a little and save a brand a whole lot on that great new Toyota. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. This battle coming up tonight on Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story. They came straight out of Camarillo, California, and then went straight into the toilet. They... We're Lifehouse. Formed by child prodigy Jason Wade, Lifehouse was... Look, how are we doing on the research here, people? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, there's nothing else on the official website. I'm trying all the links to the fan sites now. Nobody on the inside of the behind staff really wanted to deal with a suck-ass man like Lifehouse, so we kept putting it off. Let's be honest. We didn't do f*** all until five minutes ago. How's it going, Charlton? Oh, we are so f***ed, Mr. Announcer. That's Charlton, my intern. 
Can you dig up something? Every time I click on a fan site, it's no longer available. I guess all the losers who liked Lighthouse have finally moved on with their lives. Damn it, man. We're running out of time. I know, I know. Hang on. Oh, there's an active fan site. Got a contact name? Uh, can I say Aaron Mueller of St. Louis on the air? No, of course not. Just call information. Get a number. Hurry. Okay, okay. Um, St. Louis. Uh, Aaron Mueller? You're not recording, are you? Never mind. Just give me the number. Hello? Aaron Mueller, we're calling from inside and behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story. We saw your Lifehouse fan site. Oh, look, I keep meaning to delete that f***ing thing. Do not associate me with Lifehouse, please. I would like to get laid this millennium. Well, we tried. You were here... You heard. We tried. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business tonight on Inside the Behind. So who the hell is Jane Seymour? Maybe I'm thinking of Jane Clayson. Is that possible? Was she on the CBS Morning Show? I don't know who Jane Clayson is, so you'll have to tell me. Well, I, I don't see. I don't either because I don't watch that show. I used to watch it a long, long time ago when Harry Smith and uh, what's her name from CNN, Paula Zahn, were on there. Okay. And they still don't have any numbers then. Then, of course, they tried, uh, what's his name, Bryant Gumball and that bomb. Uh, nobody watches it. Now you told me right. that Harry Smith is back on here again. Right. About the only thing Harry Smith does that I like is he narrates some of those biographies on A&E. Yes, he does. He's real good at that. They have the worst intro theme ever created for any Who's reason. Who's that? that? That morning show that Harry Smith is on. Oh, I have never seen it. Oh, God. I mean, not the new one. Yeah. Maybe it's Jane Clay. I don't know. Jane don't Seymour, know. if she walked in here right now, I'd say, who the hell are you? Demi Moore, somebody says, who evidently is uh, doing something with Ashton Kutcher's uh, Brillo pad. Demi Moore. Well, I used to like her better when she was just Demi Moore, didn't yeah. you? And, and then when she was Denny Dinty Moore. Moore, she was really good. Mm. What kind of people eat Dinty Moore? Is it the same people that eat, like, uh, Spam? Poor people. Uh, me. Or people that example, send Spam? Me. Like, I'll go in the microwave and stew. Ava Gabor. Now, Ava Gabor isn't spelled A-V-A. Ava Gardner was spelled A-V-A, but wasn't Ava Gabor E-V-A? I don't know. Hey, Better Brian. look it up, Josh. I guarantee I'll bet George's life on it right now. You could be right. Ava Gabor. Let's see. Here's one says Raquel Welch, and then I'll vote. Mike Implantation says P.S. Sophia Loren's got Harry Pitts. Oh, no. Did you know that? You can work with that. I have Harry Pitts. Everybody has Harry Pitts unless they shave. Well, so she maybe doesn't shave them. She's Italian, She's Italian. after all. Italians don't shave. How about Gina Lola Brigida? How about Gina Lola Brigida? Nobody's going to say it, so, huh? You can say it. I'll say it. Put her on there. She deserves to be on there, and so does Jane Mansfield. Definitely Since you want to put some oldie moldies on there, why? Sure. Jane Mansfield, man, she had boobies the size of the Grand Canyon. I mean, the size of, uh, no, that was something else she had. That was Howard Graham got. China censors cold mountain love scenes, speaking of pornography. Chinese censors have cut love scenes from the movie you were going to go to see, and thank goodness you didn't. Cold Mountain. Before its arrival on the country's screens in April, regulators said uh, yesterday, scenes excluded were not in accord with national conditions, not in accord with Chinese tradition, and not in accord with Chinese customs, said a spokesman for the State Administration for Broadcasting, movie and TV administration who spoke on condition of anonymity, because if we knew his name, we'd realize that he's probably head of Blockbuster now. China's opened its market gradually to foreign films under terms of its 2001 entry into the WTO, the World Trade oh. Organization. And this year will permit about 50 imported movies, up from just 10 in 2002. But because China lacks a rating system, censors have a free hand to cut parts they find offensive because of sex, nudity, or political content unflattering to the Communist Party. And we certainly know that those chinks over there aren't having no sex because there's only a billion of them. The Civil War epic Cold Mountain has received seven Oscar nominations, including Best, Best Actor for Jude Law, 
as a Confederate deserter cowboy making his way home to his sweetheart, Nicole. <laughs> He's on a horse. As a con Well, when you see two seconds of a guy on a horse, what do you think? Cowboy movie. Western. Sure, right? why not? You don't? It could be a Robin Hood movie. As a Confederate deserter making his way home to his sweetheart, Nicole Kidman, and Best Supporting Actress Renee Zellweger, who we were talking about just yesterday, is a tough Confederate woman, because we were talking about that flick with George's Too Cheap to Go See. I'm going to go see it anyway. I don't care what we Yeah, go see it anyway. Don't listen to these people. You might come back and say it's great. I might. And, you by the way, say, yes, something. You, you, since I'm sending you the facts Who the hell no. is Jane Seymour? Jane Kennedy is who you're thinking of. Oh, Jane right. Kennedy, and she's also like a little. She's uh, been in a few movies, and yes, she's very light, uh, like light a Schwartz, right? Cafe mocha latte. Right, she's very attractive too, Jane Kennedy, ex-wife of Leon Isaac Kennedy, unless they're still married. I don't see know. that. See Kennedy, uh, Seymour, Seymour Kennedy. That's what most people want to do is Seymour. And if you want to see okay, more of Jane Kennedy. Fonda, there's her boobies. She looks pretty good right there outside. In fact, she's in Barbarella, like, I thought she looked pretty good. Didn't damn you? hot. Yeah. What you talking about? I mean, if we're not talking about politics and Hanoi Jane and all of this other crap, which, quite frankly, she did have a good point. Yeah. Despite government restrictions, hundreds of domestic and foreign movies, listen to this, in China, hundreds of domestic and foreign movies, including many that were never approved for domestic release, are readily available in China in their uncut versions on pirated DVDs costing as little as a buck apiece. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Heavy regulation has kept China's theater industry small, with the annual box office taking in only amounting to 110 million bucks. So they're going around and they're buying pirate versions, uncut, which is probably the only thing in China that's un. No, I take it back. Everything in China is uncut, pretty much. Don't believe me? I've never thought about it. Trust me when I tell you. All right. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Marilyn Monroe's got 31, the hottest female celebrity of all time, past, present, future. What's that 10-year-old girl the guy said? Shirley Temple. No, no. that uh, The one that I don't know who the hell she was. Hillary Duff. A lot of these people. Hillary Duff. Hillary, get off your Duff. Well, so who do you like better, Hillary or Duff? Think about it. Marilyn Monroe, 32. Britney Spears, 18. I, find, I take that personally offensive. Halle Berry, 14. Sophia Loren, 12. Kim Basinger, 10. Rita Hayworth, 8. Liz Taylor's got 5. You know something? She never looked that good. Liz? No, she didn't oh, look that good. No, now, that's where you're wrong. If you go back and see those old movies she made with Dick Burton, no, no, who's afraid of Virginia Woolf and no, Apple? No. What? Those aren't her old movies. Those are her drunken, pill-popping movies. Now keep going. Life with Father. Life with Father? Sure. She lived with a priest. She was like a teenager. I see. Flawless and how how teenage. much further back do we want to go than that? Maybe when she's about nine, like nine or no, ten, I'm when she was a child like actress, seventeen, and the movies that she made right after I that, see. she okay. became a booze popping hill pill. George is into like uh, that stuff. Sure. Liz Taylor five, That's Beyonce you. four, Jane Fonda four, Beverly D'Angelo two, Vanessa Williams has got one, Janet Jackson one, Hillary Duff one, Jane Seymour's got one. What about Jane Kennedy? She don't have any. See, I told you there was somebody on there with a similar name, Jane. Did we put her on there? Who? Jane Kennedy. No, not yet. Uh, we got Grace Kelly, though, has got one. Hedy Lamar, Demi Moore, Eva Gabor, Rick Hell Welsh, Sophia Vergara, and uh, Jane Mansfield don't have any yet out of 114. We're just getting this thing rolling. We're just building it. And the reason we don't have as many votes is because a lot of people don't have their favorite on there yet, and if we would vote shut up, we could put a lot more names on this list. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes, I am. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you uh, doing? Jane Seymour is in Live and Let Die. Oh, yeah. Now I know who that is. Solitaire. Now I know who that is, exactly. Okay. There you go. How about 
I know she's not hot now, but Farrah Fawcett in her day. She was hot, man. She was. In her Especially day. when she was in that Burning Bed movie. She was Post uh, flaming. Okay, thanks a lot, pal. Have a great day. See you. Farrah Fawcett. Now, who was she banging? I told you who she was banging. What, um, lately? No, no. Back in, back in the day. Uh, Willie, was it Willie Ames, I believe? Oh, I don't know. Well, you you better get these things straightened out, man, okay? You just are all over the place. <laughs> I don't even know who half of these people are. And you know something? I'm proud of it. Oh! I'm delighted. Especially like a 10-year-old little girl. What was her name? Uh, Duff uh, Hillary Lindsay? 5670560, oh, pound 560. So you call Duff a little girl. Is that what you said? Shame on you. Although Duff occasionally does cry like a little girl. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hold for Neil. Yes, sir. Shania Speaking. Twain. Shania Twain. Shania Twain is a magnificent Hi. choice. All right. <laughs> oh, God. Hi, Pally. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. So, like yesterday, I started telling you about that July and August thing. And then this morning, while I was shaving, I started thinking of something even better than that. Do you know what the date is today? Yeah, I do. I have a calendar. You know, right you know before I get to that, Edwards did have a great line last night. Did you see that when he made his uh, speech? No. And he said, like it says on your rearview mirror, objects in the in the mirror, objects behind you may be bigger than you think, or whatever the hell that says. Right, closer than they appear. Closer than you think. It was a great line. Of course, he got it right, and I got it wrong because I don't I don't sit there reading the little thing on my mirror anymore. Anyway, what was I just going to say before that that was so very important? Jane Seymour. No, not about Jane Seymour. I don't know. About talking about the date. You know, you asked me if I knew what the date was. Oh yeah. So uh, this is the 18th of February. Now, how many weeks vacation do I have before that whole uh, scam? I mean, that whole great thing in July and August starts. I got three weeks. Okay. And this is the 18th of February. Okay. How far is it till the first of July? March, April, May, June. Five months. Okay. Not long. No. I just mentioned. I'm just rambling because that's what's on my mind. Okay. He's getting paid for doing as little as possible. That's our motto here at QAM. Oh. Yeah, I'm teaching it well to everybody else. <laughs> Even Mo is catching on. Am I right? Absolutely. 1056 at 560, your lazy station, QAM. Live local. Here's Sports Radio 560, QAM. Fakes orgasms, I fake foreplay. Tonight on Action News, Britney's new CD. It might be a bit too much for your young team. <laughs> That's tonight on Action News. It's 1101 at 560 WQM. We got a potload of uh, faxes here, man. We got a potload of pot. James okay. Kennedy, not Seymour, says this fax. Uh, I nominate Carmen Electra, great eyes and great boobs, says he. But that's the Williams. She's already on there, right? Not yet. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, like I said, yeah. Uh, where? I don't know. I thought we put her on there. Yeah, she's got two votes. She's got a pair. Grace Kelly, she's on there. How's Grace doing? Grace has got uh, a pair. She's got a dead pair. Uh, she was flawless, Grace Kelly. See. And the idea of her... See, to me, Grace Kelly... And I realize it was just in the movie. But her being paired with Jimmy Stewart would be... That, that to me, is like uh, Brittany and Justin Tinkerbell. Same thing. Uh-huh. Here's one it says, Sade. Okay, got it? Got it. 
I know you got all of these because you're getting them first. I know you didn't uh, like her. Now, why does it say I know you don't like her? I can't stand her. It's not that I don't like her. She's obnoxious. She's a drunk. She's neurotic. She's a Michael Jackson licker most of the time. Although not so much lately. She's even she's running away. In her day, if you were in the day, a few more more beautiful than Elizabeth Taylor, she would get my vote as the hottest celeb of all time. We'll try to find Liz, a good young picture of her. Yeah. Well, she's certainly the hottest fag hag of all time, with all due respect to oh, yeah. your good friend, Lynn Samuels. Catherine Zeta-Jones has uh, got one here. Signed Michael Douglas. Why did she... See, there's another one. It used to be Demi Moore, and then she became Demi Moore. And it used to be Catherine Zeta-Jones, and now she's Catherine Zeta-Jones. Maybe we were just all saying it wrong that whole while. No. Yeah, well, I used to work on Zeta-4. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Bo Derek. Anyone who ever seen the movie 10 should have a tough time now voting for her, of course. Says Howard listening on the internet in New Jersey. Howard's in Jersey. Absolutely. Says, I agree with you about Imus. He's a doddering, mumbling old fool who surrounded himself with a bunch of complete morons. But for some inexplicable reason, I have to listen to him for at least a few minutes each day. Now, I wouldn't listen to him on radio. In fact, nobody does anywhere outside of New York. But uh, the MSNBC thing, see, it's the visual thing that really hooks me. Watching him sitting there in the chair, snapping at gum, usually looking down, you know, like... Uh, right. Talking into his chest. Right. Getting ready for the big dirt nap. And it just, it's bizarre. And then when he was on there with Cabot this morning, it was really something. Hottest female celebrity, how about Sharon Stone? And what's wrong with Sharon Stone? Nothing. And where's Charlize Theron? Did we put her on there? We, she was nominated. Somebody said the lovely Charlize. Oh, don't tell me. Yeah, there she is. She don't have any votes yet. She will. She'll get lots of action and votes, too. Rick says the one that gets my uh, Cialis working for more than four hours is Barbara Eden. He'd like to open up the bottle and have her pop out. It says, I will do her in a heartbeat, Barbara Eden, who's still alive, by the way. She's one of the few, uh, you know, from those old, from that old, uh, from back in the day. Oh. So here's the latest on Howard Dean from the A&P. Did you ever shop in A&P? Not for years. How about in, um, well, forget about it. I was going to say Wegmans. Oh. Howard Dean will end his presidential campaign, but oversee new How about Loblaws? Will oversee new efforts to keep his issues alive and his supporters organized. How about Ralph's? On behalf of Democratic causes, two party officials said today, 1 o'clock, it's only two hours away. Dean is going to announce his plans at a news conference, uh, yada, yada, yada. The sources said the shape of the new effort is still to be determined, but that Dean will eventually support the Democratic Party's nominee. One official said Dean will help elect Democrats to Congress in the fall. Well, that's another important thing that nobody's talking about, because if you have a Democratic president and still this right-wing Congress, well, what good is that? What kind of garbage is that? Dean was mulling whether to endorse one of his rivals. John Edwards has been reaching out to Dean for several weeks, and the former Vermont governor has been impressed with the senator and grateful that he hasn't criticized Dean. Still, the officials cautioned the chance for endorsement remained slim. Slim. So there you go. One o'clock this afternoon. Now this doesn't even say anything about it. His, his name. I guess will still be on a ballot, but he's just not going to do anything. He's just going to wait until the all the uh, dust clears. Speaking of dust clearing, Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger last night called for San Francisco to terminate its ongoing gay marriage marathon. Sorry, Arnold, can't do till at least Friday. Californians spoke on the issue of same-sex marriage when they overwhelmingly approved California's law that defines marriage as being between a man and a woman. He said, I support that law, and I encourage San Francisco uh, uh, San Fran officials to obey that law. It was the first time Schwarzenegger waited on the controversy since San Francisco's new mayor last week ordered city officials to lift a ban on gay marriages there, a move that openly defies the state's Prop 22. Schwarzenegger said he opposes gay marriage but supports domestic partnerships. He's got bigger fish to fry. He's more, he's more worried about something else, if I can find it here. 
Here it is. Arnold wants his stogies. Don't we all? California law strictly bans smoking in offices, bars, and restaurants, but Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger, a longtime cigar smoker, has proposed converting the state's Capitol Interior Courtyard into a smoking plaza. Under the actor turned governor's plan, part of the Capitol's roof would be removed to create an area where legislators and other Sacramento visitors could smoke. The governor's spokeswoman, Terry Carbaugh, explained that Mr. Schwarzenegger wants to create an informal meeting and schmoozing area where he can smoke cigars with lawmakers and other power brokers, like those friends of his from Enron. It's a more positive environment where they can all be on an equal footing as opposed to everyone going to the governor's office where he's behind his desk, the spokeswoman said. But the cigar-loving governor has to face the opposition of several anti-tobacco groups who accuse him of thwarting California's efforts to cut tobacco use. LSMFT, Lucky Strike Means Fine Tobacco. Smoking in restaurants has been banned in California for almost a decade. In 1998, the ban was extended to bars, and since the end of last year, smoking has been prohibited anywhere within 20 feet of the public's building's entrances. That's very frightening that he would even think about smoking inside the heart of our state capital, said Jim Walker, director and founder of Stop Tobacco Abuse of Minors Pronto. You know what that stands for? No, what? Stamp. When in doubt, stamp it out. Stop Tobacco Abuse of Minors Pronto. He could do more good by championing our cause rather than trivializing. He just wants to poke, uh, poke and puff on his smoking, that's all. Who doesn't? Right. Nothing like old Smokey with a stogie. Judge delays ruling on gay marriage. Judge delayed two different judges, as a matter of fact. Delayed till at least Friday ruling on whether to block San Francisco from issuing same-sex marriage licenses. The ruling occurred during the first uh, two such hearings uh, yesterday. Another judge was scheduled to hear some. He also ruled the same thing. This story is old. How do you like that? It's from last night, but uh, they're, well, that's because it's time difference. So they're going to have to wait until, I mean, it was all because the first judge, because of a semicolon in the way that they wrote the uh, their appeal. <laughs> and said, yeah. No, it's funny. That's what he said. He said, in this case, the grammar means a lot, and just bug out. And so they're all out there, oh, no, you can't do this. The, God, the Bible says this, and the Lord says that. Yeah, screw you. Too bad. Go get a life. Marilyn Monroe, 38. Britney's closing the gap. She's closing her gap, 29. Sophia Loren, 18. She's moving up rapidly. Halle Berry, 17. Raquel Welch, 16. Kim Basinger, 12. Jane Kennedy, don't have any yet. Rita Hayworth, 8. Jane Fonda, 6. Liz Taylor, 6. Beyonce, 5. Grace Kelly, 4. Beverly D'Angelo, 3. Jane Seymour's got 3. Jane Kennedy, don't have any yet. Jane Seymour, three. Demi Moore, two. Sophia Vergara, two. Hillary Duff, two. Two pedophiles out there. How old is she? About 11? Right. Vanessa Williams, two. Shania Twain, one. Janet Jackson's got one, and we've all seen it. <laughs> Charlize Theron's got only one. Oh, man. Jane Mansfield, one, and Jane Kennedy does have one. Oh! How do you like that? I told you. Ava Gabor, Farrah Fawcett, Hedy Lamar, Barbara Eden, Carmen Electra, Catherine Zeta-Jones, and Bo Derek have none yet out of the first 178, but they will. Five six seven oh oh line nine is ringing. Q A M. Hello. Q A M. Hello. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm calling for Neil. Speaking. Neil. Hey. What do so you got, man? I got uh, Natalie Wood. Natalie Wood. She's still floating on it, by the way. Darn right. I love her. She gives okay, me thanks. wood. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. I thought Wood, Natalie wood gives him wood. She's still floating around. Yeah. In so fact, uh, what was the broad that died? Oh, I threw that away. I tore it up like I always do. The one I was in those Palmolive commercials. She said, hey, oh. Natalie, you're floating in it. Oh, that's bad. That's bad. So Poor I, Natalie. In fact, just yesterday I saw I was reading a piece on the net about Natalie Wood and the real the scandal and what really happened, but it didn't really say anything. So anyway, yes, I sent you a double picture of Liz Taylor. 
and in uh, in doing so, boy, what a difference the booze makes. Talk about night and day as you're going through these, uh, these galleries. Like there's a demarcation point where, where you can see where she discovered pills and booze. And it's like a totally different person. Jane Seymour is most noted, says this faxer, for her role in the miniseries East of Eden <coughs> and the movie Somewhere in Time, co-starring Christopher Reeve. Didn't see either one of them. No. And I, I just don't know Jane Seymour. Oh, didn't he say she was in Live and Let Die? Yes. I know Jane Seymour. Solitaire. Uh, I nominate Tyra Banks. If I had a second nominee, we, uh, 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 mm-hmm. Tyra Banks and Ellie McPherson. Mm. L. Oh, I did that the other day. L. That's right. Ellie May Clampett. LSMFT. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. <laughs> hey, listen, when you get really old and feeble, man, well, what do I know from L. Uh, McPherson? Are you going to explain to me who she is? I don't care. Okay. I don't want to know. Who is she? Sorry. Model. Oh. She's been in movies, too. Such as? Uh, Sirens with a whole bunch of other naked models, too. New Hampshire built target same-sex marriage. They don't want to waste any time in New Hampshire. Warily eyeing Massachusetts, Republican legislators in New Hampshire are pushing a bill that would specifically prohibit recognition of same-sex marriages performed in other states. The bill is being proposed partly in reaction to recent developments in Massachusetts. About 350 people gathered at the New Hampshire State House yesterday to hear more than three hours of testimony on the bill. They're foaming at the mouth of New Hampshire. So many people showed up that the hearing had to be moved to the New Hampshire Hall of Representatives to accommodate the big frothing-at-the-mouth crowd. Among those who testified against this bill was Bishop V. Gene Robinson of New Hampshire, the first openly gay man elected bishop of the Episcopal Church, who has himself been at the center of a divisive national debate over the rights of gays and lesbians and other fags. Is the institution of marriage that fragile is to be threatened by the existence of love and commitment elsewhere, he asked? And the answer, of course, is sure. Look at the divorce rate, man, 50%. Yeah, you straight people are really good ones to talk about marriage and the institution, which I tried telling a lot of you, if you do get married, you ought to be in an institution. You'll get there. (laughs) There's a better chance that Jane Seymour is going to walk in right now. Oh, hi, Jane. Four minutes after 11, if if she did walk in, I still wouldn't know who she was. I mean, I know who, who, you know what I'm saying? From the live and let die. Yeah. But as far as what she looks like today and how they're hanging and what her whole uh, ambiance, I just don't know and I don't care. Does that make me a bad person? Yes. Yes. Just an old buddy duddy Well, I'll tell you one thing. I voted for Britney Spears, not Marilyn Monroe. I'm the one who discovered Britney Spears before George. All he knew was broccoli Spears, and he didn't like those either. No. And maybe the occasional asparagus. Uh, asparagus well, spear. I wasn't into kitty music at the time. But he wanted to make his pee smell real bad. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. Anybody have a heart or a liver? And now, a message from physicist Stephen Hawking. Good morning. You may have recently heard rumors about my wife Elaine beating me up. These rumors are true. The crazy band, she has a heavier right hook than Oscar de la Hoya. Where are you? Hush, here she comes. Pretend like you are a classroom full of kids. And so students, today's lesson will be... Who are you talking to? Didn't I tell you to shut up? I'm trying to take a beauty rest! Sorry, dear. It won't happen again. It better not, Professor, or I'll show you the steps again! Oh, no. Not the steps. The last time she showed me the steps, I went down those things like a 120-pound slinky. You got that right. If I hear one more piece, I'll be back. Thank goodness she's gone, but she will be back. David, what did I tell you? Where did I 
put my Tylenol PM and Jen. Roll on over here, sweetie, and give Mama some loving. Oh, sweet Jesus, the woman has an insatiable sexual appetite. If anyone is listening to my message, please help me. She eats some booze and they hold open chicken of the sea tuna cans. Help me. Let's get to it, my little motorized stud muffin. Help me. Absolutely. 1118 at 5.60. WQM, happy Wednesday to you. Don't forget, Friday at uh, 1.55, we'll announce the winners of our hot couples contest. The votes are just pouring in. It's just amazing. We had over 4,200 when we started this morning. I'm not going to look at it again, are you? Don't look at it. Not till tomorrow morning. Or maybe I'll take a peek at it tonight and the vote total, too. Jennifer Conley, now we are really getting bad. We were so uh, hung up yeah. on Jane Seymour and Jane Kennedy and right. that little 10-year-old girl, Hillary Duff. Jennifer Conley, who was, I think, our first, wasn't she first or second? Well, that was right after uh, Janet Jackson's booby. Jennifer Conley was our first nude celebrity on our website. We just left was. her out. When in right. doubt, we left her out, which is not a good idea on our part. Sorry, Jennifer. Please forgive us. We'll put about uh, ten, twenty thousand 20,000 more on it, and then we'll uh, close it out. All right. Well, no, because a lot of people aren't going to vote until they find a one that they agree with on there, and it's certainly not on there yet, all of them. Hey, right? nice facts of Hillary Duff. Appreciate it, but uh, can't see a damn thing. Oh. Well, I never looked at those pictures of Liz Taylor. I'll do it during the next break. Don't let me forget. Okay. Because hey. I'm not eating lunch yet anyway, so it won't make any difference. I, she just, oh, she just turns me off. Oh, these are safe. These are the, uh, Ooh, the good, good, she just makes work. me, gives me the willies, the creeps. She's, I'm, it, she's one of those people, just go away, Liz, okay? Right. Go away. Don't so take sad. it personal unless you want to, but just go away and go find some other old fart to screw and just get out of our face already, will you? Well, yeah, Liz. She's, she's been dying for so damn long, oh, yeah. man. It's just unbelievable already. The tabloids have had her dead about how many times? About 30, man. And that's just this year. Her and her hip. WQM, hello. You have something for Neil? Yes, sir, speaking. Hey, Neil. I got a couple names for you. How about one? All right. Uh, listen, Milano. Alyssa Milano. That's a good choice. See, you stopped right there. That was good. I stopped him, cut him off at the patch. Very good. 5670560, pound 560 <laughs> on the AT&T and Verizon. I think that's what happened to Jennifer Conley in Requiem, too. They cut her off at the patch. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Good morning. Yes, sir. Anybody mentioned Jane Seymour yet? <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> I would say that's the best call of the year. Of course, it's only the middle of February, but that was pretty good. Five six seven oh five sixty. He might have been serious. Oh, but five sixty on the AT and T. By the way, something. Yes. Since I was just flipping and they're showing this Passion of Christ business again, I'm not going to go see that. Who normally are disgusted with the kind of product that Hollywood puts forward. What I find ironic is that Hollywood has done all Who is this fag? ...horrible stuff, I mean, encouraging uh, mutilation, incest, and disgusting behavior. Are there any great movie critics? Since uh, Siskel no. died? No. Who was the last one? The only Since one? who died? Gene Siskel. Oh, that's right. I keep confusing them. I keep uh, thinking of Roger uh, Herbert Heaver. No, it's Heaver. the reward association. Fat fag. Oh. I beg your pardon? Oh, I'm sorry. A newly arrived Republican appointee has pulled references to sexual orientation discrimination, speaking of that, off an agency Internet site where... I'm going to read it again. A newly arrived Republican appointee has pulled references to sexual orientation discrimination off an agency Internet site where government employees can learn about their rights in the workplace. I mean, you talk about a magnificent obsession. The web pages at the Office of Special Counsel, an independent agency whose mission is to protect whistleblowers... 
pardon the expression, and other federal employees from retribution has removed references to sexual orientation from a discrimination complaint form, training slides, a brochure titled Your Rights as a Federal Employee, and other documents. Scott J. Block, the agency head, said he, or he's probably a blockhead, said he ordered the material removed because of uncertainty over whether a provision of civil service law applies to federal workers who claim unfair treatment because they're gay, bisexual, or heterosexual. It is wrong for me as a federal government official to extend my jurisdiction beyond what Congress gives me in natural interpretation of the statutes. He said he took the references to sexual orientation bias off the agency website because he wasn't clear about the office's policy and legal interpretation of that provision. Yada, yada, yada. Full of crap. Try to sneak it off of there, you know, before they would find it. Oh, oh, that, oh, I know who that is. That's Michael Medved. He's that right-wing uh, fascist piece of crap. He, he's so far to the right, he makes Bush like a, like a flaming liberal. He's a right wing. Michael freaking Medved. You haven't seen him? Yeah, but I thought he was just uh, another gay Oh, my critic. God. I, I think it's an eminent This guy's straight? He's on. one of those people. He's probably like the Miss Fudge of the, uh, you know. Yeah. He's a film critic and radio host and right wing asshole, Michael Medved. And a mincing screamer. Which, by the way, was more anti Semitic aside he make He makes uh, Miss Horkheimer look like Hercules. I'm sorry, Jack. Ex-Colorado kicker says she was raped. Now, this story, I know everybody knows about this story, but it's just so disturbing to me, especially when I see that redneck Yahoo coach. Oh, yeah. Colorado. Did, well, did you see sucked, that? sucked, so she deserved yeah, to get she raped. she sucked. The teammates didn't have no confidence. They're a girl football coach, Gary Barnett, in Colorado. You come play football and you're going to rape they recruit kids by bringing them in and uh, applying them with booze and sex. And, of course, what's wrong with that? What's not to like, right? They're bringing them high school kids. Hey, come to Colorado, man. You get laid and you get thrown uh, <laughs> off your ass every day. I love booze and sex, but why are you saving it for the kids? A female place kicker says she was raped by a teammate at the University of Colorado four years ago and did not tell police because she was too frightened. Another hit to the scandal played football program. Katie, how do you say her name? H-N-I-D-A. I don't know. L? <laughs> Ellie. Katie Nida. Okay. Makes the, makes the, I guess that's how he said sure. Makes the allegation in the upcoming edition of Sports Illustrated. She issued a statement yesterday through the University of New Mexico, where she's a student now, saying she was healing from the horror she endured at Colorado. The statement doesn't mention rape. She says she doesn't plan to press charges. Her statement, however, was intended to confirm the magazine account, said New Mexico Athletic spokesman Greg Remington. Attempts to locate Nada were not immediately successful, says the A&P. Never shopped at Loblaws? Rosars. How about Dominion? Colorado hey, President hey. Betsy Hoffman urged NIDA to report the alleged assault of the police. Hoffman also scheduled a news conference, which we missed. Now, I saw bits of it. The allegation comes after three weeks of stunning allegations involving the Colorado football program. Three, three women have sued the school in federal court saying they were raped by players or recruits at or after an off-campus party in December 2001. The governor's urged the university to take action, and an independent panel has been chosen to put together a Report by April the 30th About 30, man. on recruiting practices. She left after the 1999 season at Colorado, later enrolling in New Mexico. Last August, she said she was a target of sexual harassment when she was at Colorado. She said she was assaulted in the summer of 2000 at a teammate's home. He starts to kiss me. She said, I told him, that's not okay. Next thing I know, he's on top of me. I told him no. I tried to push him off me, but he outweighed me by 100 pounds. She said she finally was able to escape after the telephone rang. Asked why she didn't tell police. She said she was afraid of the player and didn't want a media mess. Nida said Tuesday she's been in contact with Colorado authorities, but did not expect to file charges at this time. Football coach Gary Barnett, who last fall called Nida a distraction to our team, and said that she sucked. Maybe he was telling the players that she sucked, and that's why they were hanging out with her. 
told the magazine he never heard she'd been sexually assaulted, didn't return calls seeking comment. Well, he's talking now like a real old good old boy, Colorado. Yeah, See, that's part of the whole jockocracy, man. The whole part of this whole stupid-ass, dumb-ass, sexist, uh, you know, crap. Yeah. And, of course, you got 20 hours of that a day right here on QM, so what's not to like? My and local. This Taylor. is Radio 560. QM. I like Neil's poll. Hey, Dad, what are you doing home? I'm downloading porn, drinking beer in a chat room, and violating myself. Now you can see, hear, and feel the Internet as never before. Go ahead, work from home, download big files fast. So switch to Verizon for not much more than dial-up. But be careful, this is really powerful stuff. Oh, my goodness. Well, thanks to the Internet, I'm now bored with sex. Horizon. Make progress every day. It's 1130 at 560 WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. Mad Dog coming to two. The Humper at four. We got Panthers and Sabres tonight. Any interest in that? No. Uh, Trevor Kid sucks. Here's one that says the Hot Couples Contest page proves that it's the enlightened people are the ugly people. But that's it's what inside that counts. That's what Michael Powell said, or was it Michael Jackson? Is he saying that all the people on our website are ugly this time? That's bad. There's some nice-looking people on there. So we don't right. have any young models like we had last year, which is good. This makes it a little more competitive, you would think. Although I guess a couple of the couple of these peer have got more friends than anybody else, but that's the way it goes. For the rest of the uh, competitors, go out and find some friends. Here's a suggestion for your current poll, Diane Keaton. And you're right. I hate to admit it. In fact, I don't want to say it. You can say it. Elizabeth Taylor was stunning. Just, uh, it's a sad tale. What booze and pills will say do it. to a Liz Taylor. She was stunning. She was stunning. Stunningly beautiful. With I don't want to say violet eyes. Because I despise her. I can't no. stomach her. She's such a kvetch, so neurotic. I, I don't like neurotic celebrities. No. They make me really nervous, like Liza Minnelli. I'll let, uh, uh, speaking of Liza Minnelli, Judy Garland, her mother, of course, I did like, and she was as neurotic right. as they come. Every every time you'd see her, you'd think she was going to have a nervous breakdown right. before the performance would end. Pills, another one with the pills. Did I mention I saw Judy Garland at the Palace Theater in New York in 1956 with uh, Senior about 500 times I mentioned that? Yeah. But not was today it? yet. Was it Sarai? Sarai. And they're both still dead. Now, this thing that you just, uh, oh, this is so sad. I mean, we missed this show. Mm-hmm. What kind of an audience have we got? Bad, Nobody bad told us about this. Feeding the Beast, the 24-hour right. news revolution. It was on Monday night on Trio. Well, I wouldn't have gotten it anyway. Do you have Trio? Mm-hmm. You do? Yeah. I don't even know what Trio is. It's three. No, seriously, what, what is Trio? Is it a movie it's channel? Like, it's like radio, no, it's uh, like mishmash, weird, uh, artsy-fartsy, special interest programming. It's, uh, it's like a catch-all. Yeah cable kind of a channel. So it's hard to define, obviously. I mean, it's not on regular cable, it's on digital I can design a movie channel and you don't. I know, so I'll play through my trio for your screen. Uh, Here's The Winds of Autumn, which you don't get. That's a Western, by the way. It's not a Civil War movie. Okay, it's the most telling moment in Feeding the Beast, the Cracker Jack documentary on cable news that airs tonight, meaning Monday on Trio, which nobody watches it is when CNN anchor Aaron Brown, with that bad red piece he wears, is asked about his vision of the future of broadcast news. You want big picture stuff, you've got to go to a guy who's got more time to deal with the big picture than I do, Brown replies wearily, because I'm up to my ankles or beyond in the small picture. In those two sentences, Feeding the Beast captures the invaluable brilliance of cable news and the gaping stupidity. No other form of journalism can match the immediacy and impact of the 24-hour news channels, and no other form can be as staggeringly dumb. Oh, you are... Absolutely correct, sir. 
<laughs> this is written by Glenn Garvin, a Herald uh, TV and movie and whatever critic he is this week. Feeding the Beast producer host Linda Ellerby. Remember her? Yes. She used to be on MSNBC back in the days when ten people watched it. Captures the invaluable brilliance of cable news and the gaping stupidity. No other form of journalism can match the immediacy and the impact. Uh, what is that? They repeated the sentence twice. Watch in horror as the Challenger explodes live on CNN. Then look on in a very different kind of horror as cable reporters doing live stand-ups leaf through the Supreme Court decisions, looking for the ruling on the Bush Gore elections they wonder aloud about what per curia means anyway. Both a critique and a history of cable news, Feeding the Beast outlines both its triumphs, the grunt's eye view of the Iraq battlefield provided by embedded reporters, and its moments of mortification, both journalistic, the international martyrdom of a Canadian baby bitten by a squirrel, and personal. On the latter, marvel at footage of a nervous Katie Couric in her first network appearance in 1980, doing a live report so shakily that CNN fired her the same day. The CNN brass might actually have broken into the report and forcibly dragged her off camera if they'd only known as she confesses in Feeding the Beast that she was suffering a catastrophic gastrointestinal failure <coughs> as she babbled about the National Security Council. <laughs> oh, no, she pooped her pants. It says, whatever you oh, think no. about CNN, Fox News, and the rest, they're here to stay, as LRB notes. 24-hour cable news is no longer just an American phenomenon, but international, with all news channels springing up everywhere from South Africa to Brazil, each with its own distinctive style. One of them, Great Britain's live TV channel, even has somebody in a giant bunny costume cavorting behind the anchor. Wouldn't you love to see him go one-on-one -on -one with Bill O'Reilly? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see him stick it to Bill O'Reilly. But in little bunny uh, numbers. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. Missed it Monday night on Trio. Anybody see it? Never even heard no. I never even heard of Trio. There's a better chance that I'd know who Jane Seymour was than Trio. Who? Exactly. WQM, hello. Hey, how you doing, Sweet Lips? Okay. Listen, I got one for your, for your poll, and she yes, always sir? gave me wood. Shirley Booth. Shirley Booth. Does she good? Uh, well, I, uh, Shirley Booth, I remember as an adult. I don't think I ever saw Shirley Booth as a ch when she was a child. She was very hot when she was a child. Very was she? hot. Okay. Okay. Take your word for it. Thanks Bye. a lot. Well, Shirley Booth. Now, what was she in that I'm thinking of when she was about like uh, she played the maid or something, the nanny? I don't know. You don't know? See? Before my time. No TV show with Shirley Booth. Come on. Five six seven oh five. I think it was Jane Kennedy. WQAM. Hello. Uh, speak with Neil, please. Speaking. Hey, uh, what about Raquel Welch? Didn't we get her on there? Thought we did, yeah. Yeah, she's in third place. She's got 24 pounds, but thanks anyway. See, I should be giving updates, and I'm busy babbling about uh, crap, about shows that we missed because we don't get the channel and nobody told us anyway. And the reason nobody Hazel. told us is because they don't know the channel anyhow. Hazel. What? Hazel. Right, Shirley Booth, Hazel. Thank Who you, Brian. Did somebody tell you that? Boca Brian. Oh, and by the way, Woody Graber, stop sending us stuff that we've had for a month. These people from Buffalo, man. Oh, is that his uh, excuse? Yeah, he's from Buffalo. Ah. He wears his bowling socks too tight. Now it all adds up. On his head. Oh, maybe that ponytail. Maybe he's been yanking it a little bit too much in the ponytail, too. Yeah, Woody Graber uh, sent us a uh, thing that we've had on the uh, George W. Bush, the, uh, the action the, figure. The action figure there, which is one of the neatest things we got on there when you punch all the little buttons and he goes like that. And Woody Graber does the same thing. Thanks, Woody. But it's uh, See, if you, people would take your time to go on neilrogers.com, those of you who have a PC or go to the Internet cafes like we talked about yesterday, then you discover what we've got, and you wouldn't waste the fax paper and your energy, even though your intentions are good, Woody, with a lot of stuff that's old and passe now. See what I'm saying, Woody? Kind of like you, Woody, old and passe, but we love you anyway. But you're old and passe, like me. Who is or was the hottest female celebrity of all time? Okay, here's the latest. We got 310 votes. 
They're starting to get on there. They're starting to find somebody they like. Marilyn Monroe, 57. Britney Spears, 37. I'm going to say it again. There's no con there's no comparison. No. Raquel Welch, 24. Sophia Loren, 22. Hallie's Berry, she's got 22. If you missed Hallie's Berry's yesterday, now do we still have on the features page? Can they go back and see the? Uh... I thought we were going to just like make a gallery, start building a gallery. That's where those oh. pictures were. Oh, we'll argue go. with Eric about that. No. Kim Basinger, 16. Charlize Theron, I told you she'd be moving it up. 13. And Jane Fonda, 13. You can see uh, Jane in, in the main on the plane. With her uh, boobies hanging out, she's sunning herself on our website today. Rita Hayworth, uh, 12. Liz Taylor, 7. Beyonce Knowles, 7. Carmen Electra, 6. Hillary's Duff, 6. See, now, if I was to say, you know the show Seventh Heaven? Yes, I'm aware of it. Where the father's a minister. Jessica and... Beale's on that show. Howard and, Beale? And, and so I'm aware of it. Okay. Now, the, the guy who plays the young cop... To me, Sorry. I would say he... Huh? I've never actually watched the show. I'm just aware Right. I didn't either. I just see a little bit, a little no, snippet. Okay. deadly series. Yeah, plays the young cop. There's a lot of very good people on that show, male, female, in between. But the young son is really cute. I don't, okay. And now he's got to be like 17, 18. I don't know. But if I were to say that on the air that I thought that kid was really cute, that would be... Oh, my God. Did he, yeah, right. The world would come to an end. But these right. heterosexual guys, they're oogling about uh, Hillary Duff, who just turned five. See, that's a different story. We've got a different right. set of standards. And as long as you remember that, you'll be just fine. Okay, as long as I goose step in line. Right. But I still think he's pretty cute. <laughs> uh, although the cop, I would take him first. Man. Woo! Holy Toledo. Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones, six. Bo Derek, six. Grace Kelly, five. Jane Kennedy's got five. See, I told you. Ha, ha, ha. Ferris Fawcett, five. Tyra Branks, five. Natalie Wood, five. Beverly D'Angelo, four. Demi Moore, four. Sophia Vergara, four. Jennifer Connelly, four. Jane Seymour, three. How do you like that? Jane Kennedy's got five, and Jane Seymour's got three. Huh. Yeah. Shania Twain's got three. She should be doing better than that. Barbara Eden, three. L. McPherson, three. Alyssa Milano, three. Sal Minio don't have any yet. Vanessa Williams, two. Gina Lola Brigida, one. Janet Jackson, one. Jane Mansfield, one. And Diane Keaton has got one, Buster. No votes yet for Ava Gabor, Hedy Lamar, Shirley Booth, or Sharon Stone out of 319. Shirley Booth. Well, Shirley Booth was <laughs> an old lady. When I, even to I me, know. she's like an old lady. She, so the guy's a little, uh, you know, or maybe he just likes old flicks from 100 old, years ago. Old bags. Or old, <laughs> old bags. That could be it. There's a lot of guys that like old bags. You'd be amazed. I guess I would. It's 20, and there's a lot of guys that all like old fags, and I'm amazed and very pleased. <laughs> 20 till noon at 560 WQM. Hey, speaking of a bouncer round on it, when it comes to a mattress, America's leading brand is Sealy. Make no mistake about it. The Sealy Posturepedic line is world famous for comfort and durability. Did I mention today that Trevor Kid sucks, by the way? Who? He blows. He couldn't stop a bowling ball from 100 yards uh, rolled by a 5-year-old child. If you want rock-bottom prices on the entire lineup of brand-new Sealy Posturepedics every day of the year, not just some phony one-time sale... Pick up the phone and call 1-800-MATTRESS because that's the number to get you in touch with our good close personal friends at Dial-A-Mattress. They be the best. Dial-A-Mattress carries the complete line of Sealy, and now they're even easier to care for than before because Sealy's new line of posturepedics are just like the beast. They never have to be flipped or rotated. Sometimes they perch and rotate, but that's about it. Just have them set it up for you. You'll enjoy years of comfort. These beds are constructed to provide optimal comfort on the sleeping surface, and they will last you for years for a coon's age. Just call 1-800-MATTRESS now and speak with an expert betting consultant who really knows what they're talking about and enjoy the service ranked the best in the world for overall customer satisfaction. With low prices, same-day delivery, free setup and removal, it's easy for even a moron to see why Dollar Mattress is ranked number one Absolutely. in customer satisfaction. 
Enjoy a great night's sleep tonight and for years to come with a new Sealy Posturepedic from Dollar Mattress. I've been getting my mattresses from them for years, and now even everybody else in the station is jumping on the bandwagon, including George, Boca Brian, the lovely Miguel, and the anxious fat boy. Call 1-800-MATTRESS. That's all you have to do. They'll be knocking on your door in no time at all when it's convenient for you. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S or check them out online at mattress.com. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. Wait a minute, what is this? She's a big name beauty, and we've seen her booty enough to know her blonde hair's natural. That's right. When she needs a big hit, they just show us her and a teeny weeny peek at her pet. All the film she's in show us lots of skin. She'll get an Oscar for the way she moans. It's my detection that I've got an erection. Someone please cover Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. Oh, her acting ain't worth the sand. In my pants, I just pitched the sand. I'm a person with testosterone. Someone cover up Sharon Stone. Yeah, so you sure is some fine fella, ain't she, fellas? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you might have Douglas got lucky with her little wood chucky naked bodies all across the floor. Then a rubby dub dubby washes naked in the tubby. I just about rub myself roar. She always dressed scanty. Thank God she wore panties. Who knows the next thing she'll be showing. Don't mean to sound stuffy, but I think I've had enough. If someone cover up Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. She's gonna film a Disney movie. She's not crazy. She's just stuffy. I'm bursting with testosterone. Someone cover up Sharon Stone. Cover up Sharon Stone. Billy Baldwin did her cause he ought her. Now he's having trouble passing water. And I just can't leave myself alone. Someone cover up Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. Got myself an eyeful of her hair. Holy cow, she's done it with the scooter. She's a public garage in his zone. Someone cover up Sharon Stone. Cover up Sharon Stone. 13 till noon. Let's get some new pictures of Sharon Stone and put them on there. What do you say? Okay. How about next? Old ones, of course. You got them? Sure. Or Who are we going to put on there tomorrow? Them find them. Hmm? Who are we going to stick on there tomorrow? Who are we going to stick? Sharon Stone. Are we? Why not? Sharon Stone naked on our website tomorrow. I mean, we don't want to leave Jane Fonda on there more than one day. The only reason we left Halle Berry's on there is because a lot of people are on holiday on Monday, and we didn't want them to miss Halle's Berry's. Because she's really big, and rightfully so. You think Dave Justice was porked off? Who? Her former husband. I see. An arrogant piece of turd baseball player. How about any Cindy Crawford to your list? That sounds like a good idea. How about Johnny Crawford? Remember him? No. What was that western he was in? It was a cowboy show, not a Civil War movie. They had hosses in it, and they all... That town, she's 16. She looks about... She looks... About 30, man. 16, my ass. That's what she said. Her ass is 16. No, that's how much she wants. Tom Welling, who's got a, his arms folded there, got a big smile on his puss. He, she said, boy, that looks just Superman. But put it back in your pants, please. Wow. That's uh, Hillary. Well, in that case, I take back what I said. I apologize to the guy I called before because she looks every bit like, uh, well, it, it's hard to tell. It's a black and white picture and it's a fax. But she looks like 25 minimum, right? Right. Well, that, that's okay. If they look old enough, that's all right. That's what Michael said. 
He looked at least 12. This article you sent me, it's too long, but this is a great column. It's in the, um, what you call it, besides available on the Internet, the, uh, the latest, uh, what's the... American what's, Conservative that's, Magazine. That's the one, right. Pat Buchanan, No End to War. It's a raging, ripping uh, review on this sick, twisted book by Richard Pearl and David Frum called An End to Evil, How to Win the War on Terror, which is nothing more than hysteric. Like it says, the Frum-Pearl prescription would ensnare America in endless conflict. They'd have us at war for the rest of time. It says this is an awesome fling of the neocons by Pat Buchanan. I sent only the first two of ten pages, but you can get the whole thing here, and it's got the website. Okay, we'll get, we'll get this on our website, too. Oh, and speaking of getting stuff on the website, there's another added bonus on the um, what I told you about this morning on the uh, pop-up ad uh, eliminator. Mm-hmm. Don't pay money, by the way, to get rid of pop-up ads. Amazon.com, through uh, their Alexa service, they offer you a, is it Alexa? You said yeah. Alexa. They offer you, well, I'm looking at the bar right now, a chance, although it does well, promote the Phil Henry show and Art Bell on there. Yeah. Did you hear what I just said? Yeah. It does promote, but I don't care. And Phil Henry. Uh, not only do you have, is it a very effective pop-up blocker, and for each uh, site that you go to, only once, if you click on, you know, remember this, uh, always for this site, and you block the pop-up ads. For example, Washington Post and several other ones, you're just inundated with pop-up ads, and this one blocks them out, and it's for free. Just look up A-L-E-X-A, Alexa. And it's a service of Amazon.com. It's for free. And it works very, very well. And the other good thing is, too, like uh, if you have something on there, instead of going through the deal where I have email stuff, mm-hmm. uh, they have a little uh, icon you click on, and you can email whatever article, whatever you're looking at at the moment, uh, immediately if not sooner. Isn't that great? Very good. Instead of going through the other uh, second and third right. steps. Right. Well, just for lazy people. Believe me, folks, if you want to get rid of the pop-up ads, don't pay nineteen ninety-five or twenty-nine ninety-five. Why, why do it? Why pay for it when you can get it for free, right? So I've heard. That's what I always say. Mm-hmm. 370 votes, top five. Marilyn Monroe, 61. Britney Spears, 41. Raquel Welch, 34. Sophia Loren, 28. And Halle's Berries have got 23. And I do have to mention Charlize Theron is moving up nicely with 17. You go I like Harvey. her a lot. Yes. Yeah, I like her a lot. WQM, hello. Hi, I have one uh, for my boyfriend. He's on the road. His okay. name is Mike, and he listens to you faithfully. Is he on the road again? He's on the road again. Um, right. And he loves Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Well, we'll put her on there for him. All right, thanks so much. You have a great day. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Drew Barrymore, get her on there. She's going on there. Is she going on on it? How about Tom Green? Is he Got going it. on it? Going on. 567, he's a real nut. Uh, WQM, hello. Yeah, how you doing, Neil? Okay. Uh, how about the Anna Nicole before she became a fat slob? Well, she's back to skinny again. That's yeah, she's back to. No, no, I don't say she's back to skinny again. Please, <laughs> skinny again. Everything being well, she's not skinny. I saw her a couple nights ago. She was on with the Kingmeister, and she's still packing a few extra. Believe me. She, yeah, she well, looks well, kind of healthy. She has a giant silver right. boot. We'll put her on there for you, Pally. All righty. Have a great Thank day. You. Well, she, you know, she can't eat as much as she used to because she spent all the old guys' money now. No, the, wor- the she worms. Hasn't it yet. And I know, just a little play on cash. Sure. Just relax. So we'll put Anna Nicole on there to make him happy. Why not? And you as well. I'll, don't no. tell me she's slimmed down. Relatively speaking, okay. Relatively That's like speaking. saying that. Uh, I'll tell you who did slim down is uh, Carney Wilson. Yeah, well, she had the operation. Did uh, Did she really? Yes. Well, that's right. I know because I told her I saw her on biography about a month ago. Mm-hmm. I still uh, am not that crazy about her though. There's nope. something. There's something there. It's like with Howard Dean. You look and there's something a little bit off. Why would you name your kid Carney? Nothing good can come of that. Because you're doing a lot of drugs? Oh, and oh. you spend all day in bed with your teddy bear? 
So what do you expect you're going to name your kids? In fact, maybe he figured he was going to be a carny man before they put him in a box. He's still alive, by the way, Brian Wilson. Yeah. He's still making that music. Don't try talking to him, though, because uh, he don't speak too much. No. Five, six, seven. Yeah, he is. Five, six, seven, or anybody else. No. Oh, five, sixty, and pound five, sixty on the AT&T line. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil, please. Yes, sir, speaking. Neil, how are you? Pretty good. I mentioned earlier, if I can change topics, that the, uh, the Haitians were revolting. Yes. I think they're downright disgusting. Shame on you, Shame on you. Did you hear that? Yeah, do you think he had help with that, or did it all I think uh, probably uh, his, all his friends yeah, probably helped him out. Effort. So lame, so weak, man, please. But at least he, he gave it a shot, you know what I'm saying? Hey, he <laughs> like Jimmy Johnson, he gave it a shot, and then he went fishing. But now it's the one sad era. Right. <laughs> Man, George is getting sports intensive. Now we're talking. Oh, Greg might even speak to you once in a while. Let's see. Here are two great articles for you. It says, uh, oh, Observer.com. What are these about? Chronic Todd and Hollywood. I have to check them out. I always thought that El McPherson was outstanding and standing out in Sirens. And George writes on there. Yes. Yes. That's a oh, movie for all time. Sirens? Sirens. What's it about? It's about the, like five or six women that can't keep their clothes on. And I oh. think uh, there's a movie going on around it. Hugh Grant's uh, in there somewhere. Ah, oh, Hugh Grant's in there. Well, guess what? Oh, it's not for you. You said the magic word. It's, it's for us. Oh, look at this. Look for the QM van from noon to two. Well, this is very timely, Miguel. Lovely. I'm sure they're going to be looking for it now that he gives this to me at five minutes till noon. What a schmuck, man. What a schmuck. He still looks pretty good, but, man, you can't complain about his IQ because he don't have any. Look for the QM van from noon to 2 today at the Shell Station just west of I-95 on Sheridan Street, right kitty corner of George's house in the old IOD studios with Paxson. In fact, uh, you can stop by and see uh, Cheryl and uh, Mike Disney at the uh, Cox Studios. Stop by to register to win a pair of tickets to see the Marlins on opening day against the Spos. It'll be the Spos and the Spos on opening day, the Marlins and the Montreal, the M&M boys. Anybody care about that? No. They care about that as much as I care about payrod, man, as in none. As in, did I mention Trevor Kid bites and blows? Yes. Don't forget, noon to two, the QM van will have to promote this heavily because he uh, fell down on a job and gave this to me at five. Did, did he just come in and give this to you? Yeah. Or is it possible to give it to you a while ago and it's been sitting around and you just faxed it to me? Yeah, that's what happened. That's what oh, was. that's a good excuse. We're making excuses for him. We're covering up just because you look pretty good. Noon to two at the Shell Station just west of I-95 on Sheridan Street. And you can register register to win. What does that mean? I'll just register to win. Don't ask questions. A pair of tickets. We'll give you something. Register to win a big pair. 11.57 at 5.60 QAM. We are Sports Radio 5.60 QAM. This is Dick Cheney. I like to relax by having Mary Magdalene massage my balls while listening to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. <laughs> hey. The Honorable Reverend Jerry Falwell. My friends, I'm sure that Halle Berry is a lovely negress and a fine actress, as well as Chuck Berry with his jungle music. But friends, I must speak out against the Academy's embracing of colored folk. It's my understanding that the pop culture industry is perpetrated by homosexual Jews. It was them, and that Clinton, of course, who brought the tragedy of 9-11 upon us. God is angered by all who are not in the likeness of myself. All that's right is Christian and white. Now pull down your pants with me and pray. 
Dear Lord in heaven, help me find my penis. Thank you. You call that a penis? 1201 at 560 WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. Now, let's see. Colorado, this is Justin. We'll hire a special uh, ass, a special assistant. A special aide to monitor athletics department. University of Colorado said it planned to hire a special administrator to oversee the athletic department and scandal played football program after a female place kicker said she was raped at by a teammate uh, four years ago. So they're, uh, they're trying to cover their ass and hers too. Now we got faxes. I got a pile of faxes here, the likes of which I've seldom seen, man. They're emotional about this, and why not? Right. Here's uh, Osmar. I thought it was Omar, but I noticed there's an S. What kind of a name is that? Never heard of it. Osmar. Osmar Miami says, for the love of all that is holy, why don't you have Angelina Jolie on your pool? God, I know I'd love to have her on mine. <laughs> That's cute. Nice going, Osmar, whatever you are. Now, somebody uh, copied this out of a uh, book, out of a uh, somewhere, yeah, out of whatever. a website, yeah. right? I guess. But it's a lovely thing. It's emotional. It says, if there ever was a woman that could remain attractive, even being near age 50 or beyond, it would be Jane Seymour. Only one word describes her, beautiful. She was raised with class, has that delightful, refined English accent that many love, is hardworking, has a warm, charitable heart, and is amazingly down-to-earth. Jane Seymour is an exotic beauty whose finely honed acting talent has seen her through a successful, interesting, and still-growing career. Her career spans decades, and she's one of the best-known television actresses ever. Well, could have fooled me. She was even a Bond girl. Well, yeah, live and let yeah. die. Wasn't that it? Right. <laughs> you ever watch any of those old Sinbad movies? Remember them? No. Okay. Is that a Western? Or a Civil War movie. It's an Eastern. They say having children wears you down so much that your appearance fades more quickly. Well, Jane has had four children, that is, and she has barely changed it all in the last 30 years. How many years? About 30, man. It seems as that as if that saying isn't true at all. Well, whatever. They copied it out of a uh, somewhere. But it's uh, it's warm and emotional and makes you feel all fuzzy all over. She just turned 87, by the way, Jane Seymour. She's still going strong. Somebody says the chronic in Coco says Linda Evans. Good choice. Yes. What's wrong with Linda Evans? She's a little old, but other than that... No, I'm, but that's not the point. The question is, who is or was the hottest female celebrity I'm of all time? She was, she's a... I mean, if we're going to say Ferris Fawcett, right. she ain't looking too good these days, man. Holy crap. Nina Lola Brigida. Man. Right. Or Sophia Loren. Sophia still looks pretty good. Linda Evans was another flawless beauty. Canis Masmacho, Sophia Loren or Sophia Coppola? Wow. Only the nose knows. Vanessa Paradis, Paradise. Oh, that's Johnny Depp's wife. Yeah. I have seen her. You know Vanessa? Yeah, I've heard. You don't like her? her? No, she's fine. Are you knocking Johnny Depp again now? Shame on you, man. Now you're walking on. You still didn't see that great movie I told you about, Dead Man? No. Don't. Okay. It says you watch the uh, show online, TrioTV.com. The entire show will there again. Oh, that's good. Tomorrow. Tomorrow at uh, midnight. What Does that mean tonight at midnight? 219. Uh, ooh, good question. Check yeah, your local listings. Yeah, it says 219 at midnight. So is that, that would be tonight at midnight, I guess. I reckon. And it says George Tivo. Tivo it. You got Tivo? No, in North Carolina we have Tivo. Oh. Some yokel sold my mom on it. I'll be damned. I had it on my uh, direct TV. I had not Tivo. What's the other one? I don't know. Uh, and I got I, rid I of it because I had nothing but problems with the that receiver, one. man. It was a real piece of dreck. I hate it. Christy McNichol for it. Oh, come on. <laughs> Christy McNichol. Oh, jeez. Oh. Hey. It Maybe says like she was a hottie in NBC's empty nest. Too bad she turned out to be a dyke, it says, but she was hot. Christy McNichol was hot. Her brother Jimmy McNichol was cuter than she was. 
She, I mean, she looked like a little uh, ducky. I, I liked her. And what show was she on? Family. Very good. Christy McNichol with uh, Willie. What the hell was his name? Willie Ames. No, not Willie Ames. Well, with her brother, Willie, with the uh, mole on his uh, thing. Willie. And Will Sada Thompson. Williams. And James Broderick. Broderick, whatever his name was, who just died. Audrey Hepper. Now we're talking. How could we leave the beautiful, the everybody loved Lovely, Audrey Hepper. She was small. She was a... Right. Small, tight package. A wisp of a woman. A lovely little lady. Audrey Hepburn. I better save this thing about um, watching it online. Yeah. Although I don't think I'm going to be up at midnight watching it online since I can't tape online. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Here's one that says from Steve. Savannah Sampson is the hottest celebrity of all time. Ask George who she is. She's not a porno person, is she? I don't. Howard Dean would continue his campaign, even though he's effectively dropping out. What, uh, along the lines of what McCain did when hey, he Wolf, suspended Wolf, his Wolf, campaign in 2000. What exactly does that mean? Well, it's very difficult sometimes. Once I'm tired of her, aren't you, Donna Brazil? Yeah. Send her back to Brazil. WQAM, Hello. Nice talking to you. There was a good choice. Put that one on there. WQM, hello. Hello, can I speak to Neil, please? Speaking. Neil, I have one for your list. Go ahead. Christy Brinkley. Christy Brinkley. Sure as hell beats out Christy McNichol. Oh, wait, yeah. Can I uh, change the subject for a second? Yes, sir. Uh, you know the whole thing about Janice Jackson's boob? Have you <laughs> ever been to the museum, uh, Metropolitan Museum in New York? Sure. They got the statue of David with his whole unit hanging out. Right. How come they never make a big deal about that? Kids come in school, you know, with thousands of kids come in with buses in school and see that. Right. No one's ever, ever said anything about that over a, a little shot of a, a slightly seen boob. A booby. Thank you very much. Pretty sad, man. Excellent point. Thanks a lot. Well, of course, that's just a statue, and, of course, statues are, you know, it's a, a statue is not a living thing, Right. Right. Just like those statues that John Ascroft was covering up because he didn't want the boobies popping out. That's right. He thought it was uh, very embarrassing. See, this is what I'm telling you, man. We're dealing with a group of people. These people used to be considered. I, I keep trying to explain this to the audience, and I know a lot of you get it, but some of you still haven't caught on to it yet. These religious nuts, these right-wing extremists, there, there is no more Republican Party. It's been hijacked. It's been taken over. The party of even of Nixon and uh, Eisenhower and uh, any of those people. And that's Lincoln. gone. That's history. Long gone. Even the party of Bob Dole, which ain't that long ago. That, that's gone. Forget about that. You're dealing now with a group who used to be considered the lunatic fringe, the fundamentalist, Bible-thumping, uh, Armageddon is coming, the world is ending, yada, 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 everything is a sin. And they control a country now. And they want to be able to dictate, just like this Michael Powell crap, what we can say on the air, what you can listen to, what you can watch. They want to censor the freaking movies. They want to censor the news. They want to have over three or four of their crony companies buy up every goddamn media outlet in the country so they can censor and brainwash everybody with the same bull crap they've been doing the last three years. And that's where we're at. These aren't responsible, uh, reliable people that ought to be considered seriously, other than being dangerous. That's why they're serious, because they're so freaking dangerous, not to mention all of the uh, people that are dying because of them, because of the Richard Pearls and David Frums and uh, Paul Wolfowitzes of this world. Crazy people. So just think about that when you decide whether it's going to be worthwhile going out and voting this November or even registering in the first place. I, I just mentioned that. I mean, people that don't care, they just they don't care. You can't force them to care. Am I right? I don't care. Yeah, you do. The only reason yeah, you say that is because you can't vote because you're an illegal alien. Right. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing. You're safe because Bush likes illegal aliens. 
See, see, he doesn't realize that there are some of you who are subversive commie pinko bastards like you. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, well, somebody in the audience is probably monitoring right now. We'll inform them post haste. WQAM, hello. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Pretty I got good. one for the poll. Okay. I don't remember. I don't remember her name, but um, Vanity. She's known as Vanity Joy. Sorry, knows who she is. She made a couple of cheesy B movies. Two Vanity. Are we talking yeah. about Vanity? Vanity. Her name is Vanity. And what does she do? She's an actress. She did a couple of cheap movies and she sang for five minutes. And she's hot. Yeah. Okay, we got him on. Wait, wait, one more thing. Yeah. Paul Howard David es un pendejo. Okay. That's <laughs> Actually, Mo has been, I don't know, kind of like, uh, I like the old Mo a little better when he's more cantankerous and more lively and uh, obnoxious. The Omo. Because the only few minutes I hear in the morning when I come in here before I quickly go in the shower and shave and Schmidt and uh, Shiite is, um, he's very, uh, I don't know, very mellow now. In fact, Muff was saying to me this morning that he thinks Mo has found his niche. You know what I mean? Where was it? At about five to six in the morning. No, seriously, he's found a spot and he's, listen... More power to him, okay, just as long as we don't have to ever see him again. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I was saying only moments ago, it seems to me, Phyllis, about Donna Mattress and about what a great job they do for you. Not just one or two days uh, of the year when they have a special sale, but every day, 365 days a year, they give you rock-bottom unbeatable prices on the entire lineup of brand-new Sealy Posture Pedics, which, of course, everybody knows is world-famous for comfort and dur uh, durability. They'd be the best. And, of course, when you call Dial a Mattress, they deliver when you want them to, any two-hour window that's convenient for you, any day, seven days a week, from 8 and a.m. till 10 at night. So, in other words, if you want them there between noon and 2, if that's convenient for you, they'll be there. 1 and 3, 2.45 to 4.45, etc. And, of course, you know that Sealy's new line of posture pedics are so easy because you never have to flip them or rotate them. Just have them set it up for you. You'll enjoy years and years of comfort. These Sealy beds are constructed to provide optimal comfort on the sleeping surface, and they will last you for years. So call 1-800-MATTRESS right now. The people you talk to know their crap inside and out, and they'll hook you up with exactly the kind of mattress you're looking for. With low prices, same-day delivery, free setup and removal, it's easy to see why Dollar Mattress is ranked number one, numero uno, in customer satisfaction. So enjoy a great night's sleep tonight with a new Sealy Posture Pedic from Dollar Mattress, like I've been doing, and George and Boca Brian and Miguel and Fatboy, and all these other losers, too. Call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Pharrell didn't get his, by the way. Too late. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S or online. Check them out at mattress.com. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. She set the screen on fire in Basic Instinct. Then you saw her in Sliver. After that, it was Intersection, followed by The Quick and the Dead. But let's face it, the only decent movie she's ever done was Basic Instinct. So now, Sharon Stone gives moviegoers exactly what they want. And that's more of what made her a household name. Sharon Stone stars in Crotch. We all know she can't act, but it doesn't matter in Crotch. Two solid hours of Sharon Stone crossing and uncrossing her legs. The New York Times says this film will give Sharon Stone a leg up on the competition. Siskel and Ebert give it two uh, thumbs up. And Rex Reed says it would have been better with Brad Pitt. Sharon Stone brings her one true talent back to the screen in crotch. Now showing. Cross 17, so Sharon Stone's boobies tomorrow on our website, right? Yeah, I'm uh, going through some pictures now. Oh, you got a whole bunch of pictures? A couple. Also, anyway, did you look up Sarah, uh, Sarah Savannah Sampson? No, I. Uh, it's porn. It must be. It is. Savannah, it is yeah. porn. I told her that as soon as I saw the name, and she can't be on our list, but. 
from the chin down, man. She is, you'll uh, be very impressed. If it's who uh, I think it is, yeah, big boobs. Yeah. But she's got a schnoz problem. Right, well. She's got a nose. So, therefore. Okay. Now, I think you'd be interested in perusing it for a moment or two, but nevertheless, I'll just mention that in passing. Savannah Sampson, she's got her own website, Savannah Sampson, that's with an H. I'll have to wear a mask of uh, without a P. Savannah Sampson, S-A-M-S-O-N.com. We don't want you looking at no porno sites, though, especially with little kids out there, unless you feel like it. Okay, here's a fax that's uh, got some pretty good information. Thank you, David. It says, Feeding the Beast is going to be repeated Thursday, meaning tomorrow at 9 p.m., and at midnight on Trio. 9 p.m. and midnight. I don't, I don't get Trio. It's uh, on digital cable. On Comcast, oh, uh, what can I tell you? They might have to take it off to save some money so they can up the uh, deal to Disney. As well as satellite, their website, TrioTV.com, has clips of the program. A great TV moment. Two Fridays ago on McLaughlin, Pat Buchanan almost got slugged by Tony Blankley when Pat slammed what you neocons are pulling on the American public. Fat Tony is getting triple teamed now all the time by Pat, John McLaughlin, and Eleanor Clift. <laughs> oh, great. It makes me want to get up early Sunday morning and find uh, where I can find that, which I'm sure it's on. Probably MSNBC. Barbara Carrera, a.k.a. Fatima Blush in the James Bond, Bond movie, Never Say Never Again. She was also in the original Island of Dr. Moreau with Michael York. We got her on there, Barbara we, Carrera? We do now. Okay, see. Don't forget the QM van right now is waiting for you. I bet you Miguel is just mobbed with people <laughs> who want uh, to register for a pair of tickets to see the Marlins opening day game against the Montreal Spose. It's uh, Scott out there. Oh, like I said, uh, Scott is out there, so uh, forewarned is forearmed. No wonder we just found out at the last minute. Scott, from now till 2 o'clock, is at the Shell station with a QM van. Look for it. He'll give you a few laughs. <laughs> just look at him, and you'll chuckle, and you'll say, oh, no, I know what they were talking about. He's a little off. Just the west of I-95 on Sheridan Street at the Shell station. You can register and win, like I said, a pair of tickets, and yada, yada, yada. So there you go. Scott is out there. Well, it's a good way to get him out of the building. Probably the idea. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Hey, yesterday I had to go file for Homestead, so I registered to vote at the same time, so I will be voting for whoever's running against Bush. All right. Excellent. There's another one. Hey, on your website, is there like one or two articles that you would point at and say, this is what you want to show people that still think Bush is an honest guy and doesn't lie about this whole war thing? No, there's not one or two. There they're probably every every day there are like eight or ten of them on there, so you can you can cruise through them and uh, print okay. out whatever you want. Believe yeah, me, every day. I gotta turn my mom because she wants to vote for Bush again. Well, lock, anyway. her up, lock her up on election day, man. Hey, anyway, man, this Atkins diet thing is so out of control now. On Saturday Night Live, they had Drew Barrymore doing her opening monologue. She hosted the show. Yeah. And they, they brought out a little midget in an E.T. costume, and she would talk to him, whatever. And at the end, she said, uh, oh, after the show, I'll get you some Reese's Pieces. And he goes, oh, no, thanks. I'm on Atkins. <laughs> uh, it's such a joke. It's everywhere. Everywhere, Neil. It is. It's like a disease. He's more famous now than when he was alive. Just like I'll be damned. See, even right, when man. you fall down, it's not always a bad thing. Thanks a lot, Pally. Take it easy. When you have a slip and fall, sometimes, I mean, sometimes you can sue somebody for it, but then if you die, it's not always the best. But look how famous he is now. Right. So maybe it was worth it. He's bigger than life itself. Well, that's what those opponents... Oh, and so anyway, that group, that pet, the PETA people... Yes, those PETA And that other group, files. Positions for uh, Fake Responsibility. PETA. Uh, come to find out they're a bunch of real uh, assholes with a long track record of being uh, outrageous. and They're just assholes. Just like the PETA people, that's why they hopped in bed with them. Heather Locklear, how can we leave her off of there? Right? Out of sight, out of mind. And who was, uh, who was it who was on uh, Knott's Landing? you got to tell me, Nicolette that Sheridan. So, oh, come on, uh, Nicolette, Nicolette Sheridan. Well, why do you say that? You live close to Sheridan Street. 
Right. And I'm always telling you about the beautiful Sheridan on uh, Passions. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish I knew what her name was. I'd put her on there. But nobody would vote for her because they don't no. know what the actress's name is. Oh, man, she is. I don't care what you say. If I were of that persuasion, I would track her down and I'd fend off both Luis and what Antonio. Did I say? What did I say? And Antonio. What did you say? I didn't say nothing. Oh. Uh, anyway, Nicola Sheridan, who was, who was or maybe is married to... Harry Hamlin. Um, who? Harry Hamlin. Harry Hamlin. Who I always thought was... Well, that's because he was in that movie. Right. But that was that movie, uh, Making uh, Love. love. With Making Michael love Aunt Keen. with Michael Ankeen and uh, what's your name from Charlie's Angels? Kate Jackson. Kate Jackson. Oh, you saw that movie? No. <laughs> well, that's right. It's a fag movie. You wouldn't be about right. watching that. I'm sorry. I saw the commercials for it. You would like uh, the talented Mr. Ripley and Spy. I'll bring it back. I'm going to bring right. it and loan it to you. It'll be then. We'll be even for South Park the movie. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, what about Goldie? Uh, Goldie Hawn. Oh, I thought you were talking about Steve Goldstein. No. <laughs> okay, you got how, it, how man. About, how about Marlene? No, how about Goldie? That's enough. One. Uno. Oh. No mas. A beautiful thing. We've been able to keep them all to one. Even the faxes where they had more than one, we uh, nipped it right in the pud, man, before they got out of control. Oh, look at the... Wait a minute. Is that in here? Just a minute. I'm looking for something. Uh, oh, I don't have it. Where's the one where he's counting? I touched her gut. Oh, I think that might just be on a cart. Is that it? Neil Rogers, good. George Rodriguez, no good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. Vegas is my kind of town. Tremendous. Wow. Oh, yeah. That feels great. The unctuous Scotty Mac. I'll never forget that uh, performance by him and his buddies on the plane. It's on a cart. One of those threats. Yeah. Oh, it sounds really good. Abajo de la lluvia. Ooh, what do you say about Pendejo? Yes. Trains. Get him out of here. Kill him. Most Americans... Will you get out of here? Kill him. Most Americans believe some of the best-known Bible stories are literally true. This is so depressing to me. I want to jump out my window. But at the same time, a vast majority rejects the biblical suggestion that Jews bear collective responsibility for the death of Jesus. Oi! Six in ten in this ABC News primetime poll say the political... Is the primetime poll kind of like Dion's primetime tour? Something like that. Boy, I don't want to see him no more. I don't want to see Dion, Dion Sanders never again. Go away, boy. Are you sure? Oh, I didn't shouldn't have said boy. That was bad. Six in ten say the biblical accounts of Moses parting the Red Sea, God creating the world in six days, and Noah and the flood... Happened that way, word for word. I want to say, I want to read that again. This is from the, uh, where did I get this from? What, uh, somewhere. Something we got on our website today. I saw this and I just about flipped. Six and ten in this ABC News primetime pool say the biblical accounts of Moses parting the Red Sea, God creating the world in six days, and Noah and the flood happened just that way, word for word. Evangelical Protestants are even more, more apt to hold this view. About nine and ten of them take these accounts literally. All I can say to that is... Oh, my God. Right. But fewer than one in ten Americans say all Jews today are responsible for the death of Jesus, as some literal interpretations of the Bible suggest. Eight in ten say otherwise apparently adopting a looser interpretation of the biblical quote, His blood be on us and on our children, Matthew 27, 25. Hike. The debate over the role of Jews in the death of Jesus has been rekindled by the obnoxious Mel Gibson in that film, The Passion of Christ, 
in which Gibson discusses an exclusive interview in the ABC News program Prime Time, Monday, February 16th, which was uh, two days ago at 10 p.m. Oh, I see. It isn't the reason nobody has called to say that they've seen it. It's not uh, released till February 25. Well, then how come all these people are talking about it? They saw a sneak preview? Or maybe the Virgin Mary came to their house. I, I, we still don't have anybody faxing about that story that you keep telling me about in Hollywood. No, waiting for that. About them getchkeys there. Now we've got Jewish getchkeys that are trying to do, like, services in Hollywood and right. then uh, going to put poor Rosa, what's her name, out of business. they got a uh, tent temple going on. A tent temple. And for things are getting pretty tense in Hollywood. Too many getchkeys running around peddling uh, religious, uh, all these wild things happening. It was and the Virgin Mary tent. keeps, huh? It was a pretty tent. Nice and, and wait a minute, we forgot last Friday, man. Last Friday was uh, the 13th, and Rosa Lopez would have no. been doing a la- wait. A box oh, office. Huh? You're right. Right. I bet you the Virgin Mary stopped by for pizza and wine. At the center of the debate is the verse in Matthew in which Jewish elders sur- surrendered Jesus to the Roman governor Pontius Pilate and demand that he be executed. When Pilate says he doesn't want Christ's blood on his hands, the crowd responds, his blood be on us and on our children. A scene based on this exchange was removed from the film after complaints from Jewish groups, but some critics still contend that Gibson unfairly portrays Jews and their role in the death of Jesus. So in an interview uh, last night, he said... Oh, they're, they're revolting in, ha- in Haiti. Yes. yes. So what he did is uh, he didn't take the line out, he just didn't subtitle it. So Jesus still says it in Aramaic, but the audience doesn't get the translation. I see. Or the crowd still says it, but we don't get I the subtitles. See. Okay, don't forget, uh, We Hate the Jews is coming to a theater near you February 25. Live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. You go back to Canada, you Jew bastard. You think I'm going to dress up, dude? I won't. You think I'm going to wear a coat? I won't. Even when I dress up, my clothes don't hide do I care if mine if sure I don't? Will I try to hide that? No, I won't. Even when I just up, my clothes don't hide a thing. When I walk into the clothing store, I was looking for clothing like a whore. Maybe there's a dress cut down the back. So when people stand at my ass, they could see my crack. I put on a shirt, it was see-through. You could see my boobs and both my nipples too. Then I got a skirt, had no panties on. We didn't matter because my modesty is gone. Dress up, dude, I won't. You think I'm gonna wear a coat? I won't. Even when I dress up, my clothes don't hide us. Do I care if mine if show I don't? Will I try to hide it? No, I won't. Even when I dress up, my clothes don't hide a thing. 1232 at 560, WQM. Chris is all been out of shape. He says the hottest female celebrity has to be J-Lo. Your pulse sucks because all it has is skinny white girls. Oh, yeah, like Beyonce? Yeah, and Hallie and Vanessa Williams. Right. Skinny white girls. Like Marilyn Monroe, she was pretty skinny. At any rate, uh, we'll put J-Lo on there. Pretty white. Humor Chris. Well, we got to put something on there for our Julio people out there. Although Chris probably ain't one of them. Because they like big ass. Rectum. That's what it is. They don't care what's attached to it. It's like the uh, size queens, you know. The John Holmes people. Oh, my God, did you see the size of that? Yeah, and I ran like hell. Don Henley's got a great column. It's on our website, but I'm going to read it, whether you like it or not. I like Killing it. the music. You don't even like Don Henley, do you? Yes, I do. Why would you say that? Don't you love the Eagles? Yes. Well, what's not to like? You said something terrible about Don Henley this morning before the show. You said, to that asshole? What did he ever do to you? I'm sure you're delusional. No, I'm not. You said something horrendous about Don Henley. I said he got sued for ripping himself off, but that was ludicrous, uh, was my take on that. No, you said, uh, how how do you like that? 
I said, I like it. Okay. Now, anyway, he's got this, <laughs> this article, Killing the Music. He says, when I started the music business, music was important and vital to our culture. Artists connected with their fans, record labels signed cutting-edge artists, and FM radio offered an incredible variety of music. Music touched fans in a unique and personal way. Our culture was enriched, and the music business was healthy and strong. That's all changed. Today, the music business is in crisis. Sales have decreased between 20 and 30 percent. About 30, man. Over the past three years, record labels are suing children for using unauthorized peer-to-peer file-sharing systems. Only a few artists ever hear their music on the radio, yet radio networks are battling Congress over ownership restrictions. Independent music stores are closing at an unprecedented pace, and the artists seem to be at odds with just about everyone, even the fans. Contrary to conventional wisdom, the root problem is not the artists, the fans, or even the new Internet technology. The problem is the music industry itself. It's systemic. The industry, which was once composed of hundreds of big and small record labels, is now controlled by just a handful of unregulated multinational corporations determined to continue their mad rush toward further consolidation and merger. Sony and BMG announced their agreement to merge in November, and EMI and Time Warner may not be far behind. The industry may soon be dominated by only three multinational corporations. The executives who run these corporations believe that music is solely a commodity. Unlike their predecessors, they fail to recognize that music is as much a vital art form and social barometer as it is a way to make a profit. At one time, artists actually developed meaningful, even if strained, relationships with their record labels. This was possible because labels were relatively small and accessible, and they had an incentive to join with the artists in marketing their music. Today, such a relationship is practically impossible for most artists. Labels no longer take risks by signing unique and important new artists, nor do they become partners with artists in the creation and promotion of the music. After the music is created, the artist's connection with it is minimized and in some instances is non-existent. In their world, music is generic. A major record label president confirmed this recently when he referred to artists as content providers. Would a major label sign Johnny Cash today? I doubt it, especially with that ring of fire in his ass. Radio stations used to be local and diverse. DJs program their own shows and develop close relationships with artists. Today, radio stations are centrally programmed by their corporate owners, and airplay is essentially bought rather than earned. The floodgates have opened for corporations to buy an almost unlimited number of radio stations, as well as concert venues and agencies. You think he had anybody in mind? The delicate balance between artists and radio networks has been dramatically altered. Networks can now and often do exert unprecedented pressure on artists, Whatever connection the artists had with their music on the airwaves is almost totally gone. Music stores used to be magical places offering wide variety. Today, the three largest music retailers are Best Buy, Walmart, and Target. In those stores, shelf space is limited, making it harder for new artists to emerge. Even established artists are troubled by stores using music as a lost leader. Smaller, more personalized record stores are closing all over the country, some because of rampant P2P piracy, but many others because of competition from department stores that traditionally have no connection whatever with the artists. Piracy is perhaps the most emotionally gut-wrenching problem facing artists. Artists like the idea of a new and better business model for the industry, but they can't accept a business model that uses their music without authority or compensation. Suing kids is not what artists want, but many of them feel betrayed by fans who claim to love the artists but still want their music free. The music industry must also take a large amount of blame for this piracy. Not only did the music industry not address the issue sooner, it provided the P2P users with a convenient scapegoat. Many kids rationalize their P2P habit by pointing out that only record labels are hurt, that the labels don't pay the artists anyway. This is clearly wrong because artists are at the bottom of the food chain. They're the ones hit hardest when sales take on a nosedive and when the labels cut back on promotion on signing new artists and keeping artists with potential. Artists are clearly affected, yet because many perceive the music business as being dominated by rich multinational corporations, the pain felt by the artist has no public face. 
Artists are finally realizing their predicament is no different from that of any other group with common economic and political interest. They can no longer just hope for change. They must fight for it. Washington is where artists must go to plead their case and find answers. So whether they're fighting against media and radio consolidation, fighting for fair recording contracts and corporate responsibility, or demanding that labels treat artists as partners and not as employees, the core message is the same. The artist must be allowed to join with the labels and must be treated in a fair and respectful manner. If the labels aren't willing to voluntarily implement these changes, then the artist will have no choice but to seek legislative and judicial solutions. Simply put, artists must regain control as much as possible over their music, writes Don Henley. <clears throat> and isn't it great that we have not just in the music business, but as he points out, in the radio business and in the television business and in the newspaper business and just about every other goddamn business, including the retail business, more and more individual small people are going out of business so that we have just a small handful of corporations that have gobbled up the whole goddamn world, like Walmart, which he mentioned. That makes us sick to our stomach. Now, speaking of uh, radio people, you'll be pleased when you hear this. A proposed ban on committing suicide as a form of public entertainment was approved yesterday. By... <laughs> Sorry. Well, you remember that story. <laughs> yeah, I do. By a Senate committee in Tallahassee. Oh. A response to the hardcore rock band Hell on Earth, which tried last year to feature a live suicide during a concert. Well, so much for what I was going to do during the next vacation. Damn it. The Senate Judiciary Committee unanimously approved the bill, sponsored by Senator Les Miller, Democrat of Tampa. It still needs approval from the Criminal Justice Committee before it can come up for a vote by the full Senate. Hell on Earth never delivered on a promise to feature a suicide as a statement in support of euthanasia at an October 4th show. The publicity preceding the event prompted the St. Petersburg City Council to pass an emergency order forbidding the act. Pinellas County Commissioners went a step further, voting to ban public suicide as well as the promotion of public suicide for commercial entertainment purposes. The bill would prohibit anyone from advertising, performing, or selling tickets to a show featuring self-murder, a term for suicide that already is defined in the Florida statutes. Self-murder. Can't do it. Miller makes an exception for acts of simulated self-murder, such... <laughs> well, thank God for that. Or that means no more TV and no more movies. He makes an exception for acts of simulated self-murder, such as in plays or movies, as long as the audience is informed that no actual suicide is planned. Violators would be guilty of a third-degree felony, punishable by up to five years in prison and a $5,000 fine. So if somebody blows their brains out in a movie, they got to have a message come on here. Oh, well, this is just uh, not for real. Right? Right. It's or they're going mess. straight We're to jail. We're just funning. You were just funning you. How's that poll coming? We have, well, who is the uh, hottest female celebrity of all time, even the old-timers, any is of uh, all time? Even Eve could be on there, right? Right. 565 vote. Marilyn Monroe, 76. Britney Spears, I voted for her, 55. I'm proud to say I voted for Britney. Raquel Welch is um, right up on Britney's ass, and who would want to see that? 53. Sophia Loren is doing well, 44. Halle's Berry's 28. Charlize Theron, 25. Kim Basinger, 22. Jane Fonda, 18. You can see Jane on Natural on our website today. Rita Hayworth, 18. Bo Derek, 16. I wonder if she's kin to a Todd Derek. Direct. Bo Deedle. Bo Deedle. Oh, man. I'm so glad you saw a couple of minutes of that yesterday. This, before, this is the man. kind of garbage that the uh, TV people are putting over on the public. Assholes like him. Retired right-wing, obnoxious, gun-toting, <laughs> violence-promoting uh, asshole uh, ex-cop. With that st stereotypical New York, I mean, just, just everything that is vile and vulgar that came out of these septic tanks, out of the sewers of New York. That's Bo Deedle. Although he is the fifth Beatle. My and local. Give him the needle. This is Sports Radio 560. 
up the butt. Nick and Jessica with us. Yeah. Yeah. What's What's the trick to achieving longevity? I mean, that's something I think about often. Um, completely madly abuse drugs and yeah party let's take some calls johnson city tennessee is on with us you've got nick and jessica go ahead hi ryan this is andrea oh hi andrea <laughs> jessica is it true you don't drink milk because you can't fit your head in the carton yeah 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 i'll admit it well is it also true that you hired a private detective to find out if you were related to homer and bart simpson yes mm -hmm. <laughs> i don't know what i'm gonna do with her She's out of control. <laughs> Columbus, Ohio, you're on. Yeah, I keep seeing advertisements on the Internet about a Nick and Jessica sex tape. Is that really you guys? Definitely. Yeah. Well, we have a clip. Take a look <laughs> at uh, Nick and Jessica. Naked. Yeah. <gasps> wow, where can I get a copy of that? In stores. You get it now? Yeah. Okay. And no regrets in deciding to do this. Oh, no, we're so happy we did it. We are so happy. We, we get off on stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Very gratifying for us, so. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you, what about uh, Nick? I mean, what about Jessica Simpson? If you want. You want to put her on there? You met her. You sat right across the table from her there. Yeah, but her boobs weren't so big. You then. were sniffing that seat when she left. In fact, when I was down here, you were still sniffing it. I didn't wait till she left. That was probably because Josh Friedman just sat in it. Oh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Woo! Talk about a so what, what will you say? Does she uh, qualify to sure, be on this why list? why not? She's got big... Uh, Boobies? Hair. She's a big boob. Jessica Simpson, she's a hot blonde, or as someone would think. She's a Here's blonde. Here's a fact that says from Diamond Jim, the hottest ever, Ingrid Bergman. She had big hands. Right. I'm done. Well, I mean, they burned her at the stake. Was that because they were anti-semantic? Yes. Because Joan of Arc? Joan of Arc and Johnny Dark, ever seen together? Same person. Both ladies. Tom says, uh, Bond Girl Pussy Galore should be on that list. But we don't know her real name. Exactly. Also, Tom says, The Passion of the Christ comes out on the 25th of this month. Did I just get through saying that? That's okay, Tom. What little I've seen of it, the acting is top-notch. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say a word. You people go and watch The, uh, the Passion of Christ and all, that, all this other stuff, Okay. And have a good time. You fairy tale people out there, you silly, silly people. That the power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. See, I've always said there's nothing like uh, 2,000 years later uh, making up a bunch of crap. Oh, this is what they look like, and this is how it happened, and this is the stories that's told in the Bible. A bunch of uh, people wrote 90 years after he allegedly died. The power of Christ you. Yes? That's why I'm not going to go see it. Why do I need to see another Jesus commercial? Right. The power of Christ compels you. Oh! The power of Christ compels you. You turd. The power of Christ compels you. Absolutely. Call Father Mary and get him in on this. He was good. I thought was his name. We've been through this a million times. I don't know. Lee J. Cobb. No, Lee J. Cobb was the uh, cop. Oh, Max von Sydow. Very good. See, if I give you two seconds, you came up with it. He's a great... Was, is he dead or alive? I think Max is still uh, kicking. Or Max maybe. von Sydow's a great actor. He was fabulous. He died, I but, but the other priest did die. Um, that was his name? Father Marin. Uh, Father uh, uh, Karras. Yes. Alex Karras. Father Karras died, whatever his name was. Uh, Demetrius uh, yeah, Schwartz. What a shame. I think I'm losing my faith. Group wants judge to order upgrades to electronic voting machines.
Two weeks before California's presidential primary, a group alleging widespread security holes in electronic voting machines asked the judge yesterday to make counties install new safeguards. Citizens from four counties requested a temporary restraining order in Sacramento County Superior Court. They asked that up to 18 counties using machines made by Ohio-based Diebold Election Systems. Oh, no. Did you hear that name? Made Diebold. by... Ohio-based Diebold Election Systems had more safeguards to protect them against hackers. Court officials scheduled a hearing that's going on today, as a matter of fact, on that issue, and an accompanying lawsuit seeking to stop the state in Diebold from using insecure voting machines. California counties are using three versions of Diebold systems to register votes and using the company's software to tally them. The new legal challenge comes as ten counties are balking at Secretary of State Kevin Shelley's directive to conduct random testing and other measures to guarantee the voting machine's accuracy in the March 2 primary. So not only do we have to fend off the lunatics, the right-wing extremists, the, uh, the Jesus Christers, but we also have to fend off the Diebold people and the bushlickers who want to fix every goddamn election the way that they want it to come out. You know how many votes I think Arnold really got for governor? About 30, man. But the fix was in. And now he's uh, smoking up a storm to top it all off. Fine. Well, you don't mess with the Terminator, right? Right. California. I'll tell you one bra we're not putting on there. It was his wife. Ooh. Oh, my God. Whoever said she was hot, including she him. She sure plays a mean chin ball, though, I'll tell you. In fact, she lost her chin on that, uh, on that thing. On a thing. On that thing? Maria. Five six seven oh five six. In fact, when I see Maria, it gives me diarrhea. Anyway, guess who's going to be on at one o'clock? Oh, there's the uh, the college kicker, the lady. Was at her head as she was trying to kick. Nida, and she yeah. just uh, nothing could be finer than to rape old Nida. Physical hell that that shattered her. I think they ought to disband the whole University of Colorado, not just the football team or the sports programs, just the whole university. They're a disgrace. Teammate, and I don't know if that sentence has ever been said. I was raped by a teammate. It's you a... can't spell scum without. Oh, that's right, um. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. We'll have Howard Dean at one o'clock. He's going to be saying, and you know what he's going to be saying, and I hope he does it with class. Bye bye bye. Right. Don't you think? Uh, you know, he'll he'll go out because he's had plenty of time to confer with all his advisors, the ones who are left, and you know, and do a little bit of class and panache as opposed to it, because he always lately seems like he's pissed off at everybody else and blaming this one and that one. Bye bye bye. Yeah, a little bit of class would be good. For a change. WQM, yeah. hello. Yeah, I want to see if you can put Angelina Jolie on the list. I thought she's on there, isn't she? I thought she's on there. She's on it? Let me take a peek. One moment, please. Uh, you see it, George? It's there. It's there. Okay, Josh says it's there. Must be. Thanks, Pally. All right, thanks. How many votes has she got? I mean, if you see it. Are we looking see, for he's, He said it's there, but I don't see it. Are we looking for Angelina Jolie. There she is. One vote. Uh, <laughs> well, now she'll have two, okay? Because he's going to race to his computer and tap on it and vote for her, too. Nothing wrong with Angelina. Oh, she ain't no Jane Seymour, though. No. WQM, hello. Hey, is this Neil? Sounds like me, yes. Hey, Neil, I know you don't like this girl. I don't think you like her. I'm not sure, but Nancy Grace, I love her, man. As what? 
a bitch. Loves her We're not putting Nancy what? Grace from Court TV no. and all the talking head shows on this pool. Nancy Grace never gets near my pool, I'll tell you that right now. When we do the most obnoxious bitch in the world poll. Ooh, yeah, she'll be choice. right near the top of my list. I despise that bitch. Yeah. Southern draw. He's just doing that to piss me yeah. off, okay? Yeah, yeah. affected phony-ass bitch, sneering-ass bitch. She wants to be the hanging judge. See you next time, Nancy. I'm going to play that just in honor of her. Next, next, I am. Nancy Grace. Wow. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You guys are forgetting one of the hottest babes out there in well, the film industry. Well, lay it right out there, folks. It's got to be Selma Hayek. Yeah. She is I was waiting oh. for a response from Georgia Josh. Oh, yeah, she's fine. She's, she's okay. She, she never so stole fun. a freight train. Oh, dude, she could steal my freight train. Okay, she'll hop right on it for you. Oh, please. <laughs> okay, see. <laughs> Selma Hayek. Didn't she have that chain of hotels? She's, she's you know, beautiful she's and all fine. that. She's fine. Uh, yeah, never did it for me, Beaner. Never done her in Selma? No. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon. Yeah, all we got is a bunch of skinny white chicks like Beyonce. Right, let's put some brown beaners on there like Selma. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> How about what's her name that's uh, got the big fat ass? Celia Cruz. Uh, oh, no, I can't believe you did that. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, no, this is horrendous. I am Celia Cruz and I am dead now. And I remember when I was alive. And here I thought I was going to pull one over on you. Celia Cruz. You can't, nobody looks like that. WQM, at least no women anyway. QAM, hello. Uh, yeah, yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, and only for Moldy, I, I don't think a lot of people remember, Bridget Bardot. Bridget, oh, sure they do. Bridget Bardot, are you Schmidt and me? Yeah, she's still... Uh, How come she's not on the list? Yeah, she was the original six kid. Old. Thanks a lot, pal. Oh, what do you mean she's old? we got plenty of old people on here for crying out. Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe is not only old, but Moldy. <laughs> Oldie Moldy. And she's she's winning. She's got 78 Britney Spears' on Marilyn's ass, 60. Raquel Welch, 55. And how about Raquel Welch? She ain't as old as Bridget Bardot? Sure. Just out of sight. Sophia Loren with 49 votes. Mo you'll notice that most of the, of the top four, three of them are oldie moldies. Okay? Marilyn Monroe, Raquel Welch, and Sophia Loren. Just because they aren't, uh, you know, the hottest thing going right now, that's not the purpose of our poll. Right. See? And Hank wants us to add Diane Lane. Diane Lane. How about Night Train Lane? Who? <laughs> How about Bobby Lane and Lois Lane? Okay, Diane Lane, you got it, Hank. I know Hank likes Urethra Franklin, but I guess she doesn't fit for this list. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. QAM, hello. Yeah, WIOD. WQAM. Oh, I'm sorry. All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, I'm sure Rush is waiting breathlessly to hear your call, Pally. Got any good crap? Yeah, Rush wants to hear from you right away. Here's Wilma's number. WQM line 9. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, remember the bird had that shrine of that chick? Who, who was that? Phoebe that Cates. was Phoebe Cates. Oh, that's right. That's, right. She had the nice turkey one. He used to say, V. Gates, I like Phoebe Cates. And uh, she belongs on her. She's cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I like her. Okay, you got her, man. In fact, uh, hanging out with Phoebe Cates would be paradise. That's what Willie Ames said. In fact, wasn't she? I bet you got those pictures there. You can get those pictures yes, from do. paradise. Yes, I do. Naked as a jaybird. 
Well, Although, now, was it her? No, it wasn't her. It was a Brooke Shields in the other movie. What was the other movie? Blue, Blue Lagoon. Lagoon. Right. With Chris Atkins. Who used the body double. Not Mer- Merv Mer- Mer- Griffin used to try to make Chris sit on his lap when he was on his show. At any rate, um, Brooke Shields used the body double in the nudie scene. Yes. But Phoebe Cates, man, she bears Rectum. it all. Rectum. You go, girl. We love you, nice Phoebe. Phoebe. He liked them boyish and goyish. And the girls, too. Hi. And local. This is Sports Radio 560. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, all my favorite Republicans. This is Matt Drudge. And it's time for the... Excuse me, uploading. It's time once again for the Neil Rogers... One to two. Hour. <laughs> hey, this is the yelling guy, Anger Anderson. When someone pisses me off, I call him a tool or a rod. Well, A-Rod is pissing me off. A-Rod is Alex Rodriguez. Am I supposed to roll an R there? Oh, well, what the f***? A-Rod is a rod. I'm a jealous, broke, little man with no dreams left. Believe me, people, as a kid, I didn't dream of being an errand boy. A-Rod is 25. I'm 25. He's making $252 million. Your radio did not f*** up. $252 million. What are you making, brother? With that coin, you could buy 112 million stadium hot dogs, 13 million game tickets. F*** me. A-Rod could buy this radio station, the Minnesota Twins, and the Montreal Expos. He's making $129,629 per game. To spend his cashola, he'd have to spend $12,877 per hour nonstop for 10 f***ing years. Marong! F*** A-Rod! F*** the Texas Rangers! F*** you if you make more than me! I'm jealous! I don't want anyone to win but me! F*** you! A-Rod! Son of a bitch f- sucker! I'll never get out of the cold And only the Yankees out either way. 101 at 560 WQM. See how the things, uh, the more they change, the more they stay the same. Right. Or something like that. Somebody like once said that. For example, yes. for example, the uh, facts you just sent me about David Hasselhoff claiming he had a hand at Berlin Wall falling. We had it on our website two weeks ago. Oh, wow. But if anybody missed it, David Hasselhoff, who's a real asshole, has complained to museum curators after finding his photo absent in a collection of memorabilia about the fall of the Berlin Wall. The actor and producer who says he's working on a film version of the TV series Night Rider, or is that Night Ritter, claims he's partly responsible for the fall of the concrete divide. Speaking to German magazine TV Spielfilm, Hasselhoff said in 1989, the year the wall fell, he had helped reunite the country by singing his song, Looking for Freedom Among Millions of German Fans at the Brandenburg Gate in Berlin. Well, we should send him a card. After my appearance, I hacked away at pieces of the wall that had the black, red, and yellow colors of the German flag on it. I kept the big piece for myself and gave the smaller pieces to colleagues at Baywatch. Yada, yada, yada. Aw. Wow. He so said, I find it a bit sad there's no photo of me hanging on the walls at the Berlin Music Museum at Checkpoint Charlie. He said he doesn't mind that Americans make fun of his popularity in Germany. He says he feels it's his second homeland. Many Americans joke about my popularity in Germany, but they have no idea how beautiful Europe is. Oh, yes, I do, and you're not. And how rich it is in culture and fun and warmth and children. In Germany, children have brought me thousands of flowers. And guess what, David? That's because they don't know any better. And they probably have no idea who you are. Although Baywatch is the most uh, watched show in the world. You do know that. Yeah, well. Yeah. And he was on it about 100 years ago, and he still was a piece of crap, even back then. So speaking of Back the when website... your good friend Pamela Lee was on there with her, uh... even back then they were fake. So speaking of the website. Yes. I know that you think that this Justin and Janet thing is all over with. 
But you should probably what? check your website. The home page? The home page. The front page of oh, the Oh, wait a minute. Um, these are uh, members of yours. Uh, I can do that while I'm waiting for Howard Dean to speak. Howard Dean's dropping out. Have some more candy, Crowley. Here in Burlington, uh, coming to stand behind him uh, uh, for the last time, at least as a candidate for the President of the United States. Uh, a number of senior staffers are here as well. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's a must. Justin Tinkerbell bears it for the world. Bye, bye, bye. Ooh-wee. Moving on. Uh, that Janet ain't got nothing on him. The emotional high, at least, uh, or low, however you want to look at it, was, was last night. That is a beautiful thing. Where'd we get that? One of our wonderful. Listeners, thank you, listeners that keep sending us this stuff. Keep the good stuff coming, man. We love it. Our creative people out there who, too bad, they're not making millions by doing this stuff, but we pr- appreciate it. Uh, too bad, uh, uh, this was coming to an end. Yeah, too bad nobody's making no money off like us. Uh, not Howard Dean or Eric due to the crowd, but or Josh. Back to Howard or your friend. Hola. That's the one. Nobody builds a crowd like Dean for America. <laughs> What a screamer. All right, our Candy Crowley in the room there. Uh, she mentioned the energy. Good Obviously, you can see, you can hear it. Supporters uh, of Howard Dean are now taking to the mic, getting ready to possibly uh, introduce. You notice they do this thing on all these talking head networks that when somebody's going to speak, even if it's like their wife that's introducing him, no matter who it is that's doing the introduction, unless it's somebody very, very famous, they always like uh, babble over it. You know, they, they pot down the audio. And they, right. like, uh, just keep babbling over it like, as if uh, they're desperate to, like, so you don't hear what's going on in the background because they might make them famous Hello. someday and nobody cares about them anyway. Right. Well, let's talk well, about that. Look at this. And now they're interviewing this uh, talking head expert, this Schwarzer around there, who's supposedly an expert on this. Uh, well, this poor kid is on there where there's a moment in the, sun, in the sunshine. Seen it a long time. Carlos Watson. He probably just came in illegal through the Mexico border. Period of time. Uh, so dramatically changed the presidential race back to when Eisenhower upset. Uh, Senator Bob Taft of Ohio. Uh, Senator Bob Taft of Ohio. You know what that was? 1952. That's 52 years ago, you idiot. Not only having set the tone, uh, it's a much more aggressive Democratic Party today, but in many ways he's said... If okay, anyway, while they're babbling, I, don't, I, I can't wait for these uh, talking heads. We'll, we'll get them on. Let's see. Sid says, I discovered this chick whose name is Katie Price, but goes by the name of Jordan. She's a British celebrity... Be surprised to see him in the oh, they're showing the I have a scream speech again, briefly. Um, as she is in there, I'm a celebrity, get me out of this uh, category, whatever. Uh, so is we going to put her on? It says nobody's going to know. No, don't put her on. Well, put her on there for a second. Katie Price, what the hell, right? Okay. The Price is right. Doesn't cost us nothing. Katie Price is right. Jury convicts Arizona Bishop in hit and run. Jury convicts uh, Bishop Thomas O'Brien of leading the scene of a fatal accident. He thought he just hit a rock, a stone, a brick, something. He thought he found a brick. Uh, Bishop Thomas O'Brien was convicted of hit and run yesterday for leaving the scene of a jay- uh, after killing a jaywalker with his car, a crash that ended his career as the head of the Roman Catholic Archdiocese. O'Brien is believed to be the first Roman Catholic bishop in U.S. history to be convicted of a felony so far. The 68-year-old bishop who said he thought he hit a dog or was struck by a rock could be sentenced anywhere from probation to three and three-quarters years in prison on the charge of... <coughs> I'm getting choked up about it. On a charge of leaving the scene of a fatal accident. I'm gagging on it. O'Brien, who appeared in court each day wearing his clerical attire, showed no emotion after the verdict was read. He and his attorney left the courtroom without comment. It's a very sad day, said Monsignor Dale Fushek, 
the diocese co-vicar general and a friend of Obama, the co-vicar general. You ready for that? Oh, Don't boy. you love the bureaucracy of the Catholic Church? The hierarchy. Oh, yeah. And, of course, the higher up you are in the hierarchy, the uh, lower you have to hierarchy your back when you like to alter boys. And the more the more schmatas you get to wear, you have the big the big mitre there with all, oh, my God, it's great, all the robes and the tchotchkes. It's fabulous. That would make me want to go out and watch that Mel Gibson movie. Braveheart. It's the kind of situation where nobody wins, said uh, Monsignor Fouchek. We respect the work the jury did, and now we must pray that everyone heals. Oh, yeah. Some members of the victim's family and the bishop's family cried after the verdict. O'Brien's sister, Jean Deering, said that she was devastated by the verdict. He's innocent, and God knows that, she said. Jim Reed's family said the decision was just. The verdict was just what we wanted, said Flora Mendoza, who had two sons with the victim. Well, there you go. He just he just thought he hit a dog. And, and, by the way, if he hit a dog, how come he didn't stop for that? That's also against the law, Pops. Do you know that? Hitting a dog? Hitting a dog and not stopping? That ought of course. To be. It is against the law. Good. Somebody better tell Jason Williams about it. Because that dog, in case you missed that Jason Williams trial, they did find out the dog did commit suicide. <laughs> no, he did it first, and then the limo driver with right. a shotgun also committed suicide. Well, they found a note, a suicide note, in the case of the and dog. you know why the dog committed suicide? Because the dog was the one who wiped the fingerprints off of the uh, rifle, the shotgun. Right. And then he felt such remorse for doing it, and they bitched him out, and so he just, the dog just picked up that baby and just sat on it and blew his ass off. Killed himself. During the next break. Yes? You might want to. I think the color picture of uh, Sharon Stone is better, even though... Um, oh, wait a minute. Here's Howard Dean, though. Here's the Dean Meister. Where is he? One. Two, he could do what West... Now, shut this Schwarzer up on there, man. We got Howard the Dean Meister is going to drop out. He got a lot of people all excited, and yet he screamed a little bit, but here he is. The fundraising shut up. Carlos, he's stepping up to Thank you. All right. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. My Welcome. goodness. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My goodness. Thank you very much. Look how many votes we got on the poll, by the way. It's the Antichrist. Notice. I appreciate that very much. And my thanks to an awful lot of uh, people, but my particular thanks to Vermont. I started this two years ago, and I see Governor Cunin is here in the crowd, so I'm going to tell a story that she's going to appreciate in particular, but all of you will, because it's a local story. Uh, the first thing I ever did is I went down to a Chamber of Commerce meeting in uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I was invited down. So I went down with a few brochures in my back pocket, and... Um, I got down there and gave a speech, and then they asked questions as they do at Rotaries. It's a lot like going to Rotary or Chamber here. And at the last question was somebody who got up and said this. They said, well, Governor, you have a great business climate in Vermont. It's just terrific. And the one here in New Hampshire stinks. Can you send your people down here to tell us what to do? I thought you'd like that. That's an inside joke for those of you who are from Vermont. We love to hear people talk about New Hampshire that way. Well, actually, I did pretty well in New Hampshire. We did have a, uh, we had a, have had a real record of achievement in this state, creating jobs, providing health insurance, investing in children, balancing budgets. And I said when I left the governor's office that if the rest of this country were like Vermont, this country would be much better off. And what, 
what we set out to do was make the rest of the country more like Vermont. And so far, we have succeeded, but we have a long way to go. What we did show is that by standing up and telling the truth and not worrying about polls and focus groups, you could actually get support in this country from voters. We started the campaign office in Burlington. There are an awful lot of people, and some of you should raise your hands, who drove up here, unrequested, unknowing, showed up, no salary. Finally, we grew into you, and we were able to pay you a little something. But we really appreciate people from all over the country, particularly young people. One quarter of all our people who gave us money were under 30 years old in this, in this campaign. I have not seen that happen since I was under 30 years old, and that was a long time ago. This has been a campaign that has been extraordinarily different. The new approach, planting seeds on the Internet, strengthening grassroots, face-to-face, -face, obtaining support from hundreds of thousands of small donors. All these steps can revitalize our democracy and return power to ordinary Americans. All of us have done these things together. We have exposed the dangerous, radical nature of George W. Bush's agenda. We have demonstrated to other Democrats that it is a far better strategy to stand up against the right-wing agenda of George W. Bush than it is to cooperate with it. We have led this party back to considering what its heart and soul is, although there is a lot of work left to do. I am very proud of all of you and very grateful to all of you for your extraordinary hard work. To the staff who've worked exceptionally hard, very long hours, worse than mine, sometimes. <laughs> for all of you who've traveled around the country showed up at our office, worked around the clock because they believed in what we were doing. Thousands of Americans who have given generously of their time in their states because they believed in our cause. I want to particularly thank all our congressional supporters, many of whom signed on with us when we were an asterisk in the polls because they believed that it was the right thing to do for their country. There are people in Washington who are going to do the right thing in this party, stand up and be recognized and stand up for what's right with America instead of being poll, being poll driven. And believe me, we are going to support those people in September <laughs> and in November. What is it? September if they have a primary and then in November. I want to thank the Service Employees International oh. Union and the painters. Is this excruciating or is it just my imagination? Well, we got to do the break, okay? He's dropping out. One fifteen. If I killed some time, but we got to do the break, right? We got to get our uh, spots right. on. Look at those Sharon Stone pictures too. While you're exactly, out. I got to check out those Sharon Stone pictures. I got to take a look again at Justin's Tinker's Bells. I like the color one better. <laughs> 
Speaking of uh, Tinkerbell, last time you looked at it, you thought, boy, this is a piece of crap. And we're not just talking about Justin either. We're talking about your paycheck. If your paycheck is an embarrassment, if you're working like crazy and not getting anywhere in life, call Fast Train and start a brand-new high-paying commuter, computer career or commuter career uh, in just four short months. That's right. Fast Train can help you get a new career in no time at all. And the demand for computer professionals continues to grow. So pick up that instrument and call Fast Train toll-free. That's all it will take one quick call that could change your life. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. And with seven locations in Florida, Fast Train's about to have a campus nearby where you live. Fast Train offers you job placement, financial assistance for people who qualify, and with day, night, and weekend classes, you got no excuses, no more to stay in a crappy dead-end job working for a putz. If you register now, you can have that new high-paying career by summer at the latest. Call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN or check them out on that wicked World Wide Web at FastTrain.com. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours. QAM. We take you now to the Playboy Mansion Photography Studios, where Survivor Jerry is preparing for her layout. All right, Jerry. Well, let's lose the top ski and 86 the granny panties, huh? Where's my chocolate bar? Has anybody seen Colby? Could it be any colder in here? Right. Well, we're, we're all set up for you now, Jerry. Just uh, uh, get naked and we'll shoot away. What am I, a slut? I just don't take my clothes off without getting some sort of part in a movie or something. Yeah, I understand, but this is a nude photo shoot and we're actually paying you. You know, Kel did have beef jerky in his bag. I didn't make that up. Uh, oh, oh, okay, Jerry. Here we go. It's uh, it's a whole Outback motif. We're going to have you pose with uh, Jervis here from Survivor 1. Jervis, Jerry, Jerry, Jervis. I see a tang, sweet thing. I thought I was told he was Colby. Uh, no, too expensive. We got Jervis here for like ten bucks and a year subscription. You know, I'm not really a bitch. It was all in the editing. Yeah, and I'm not a lazy idiot with kids all over the country. The tribe has spoken, bitch. Let's see the monkey. 119 at 560 WQM. Howard Dean uh, dropped out. He's going to stop active campaigning. He's going to uh, continue trying to change the Democratic Party. He's going to support the candidate, a partridge in pair three, uh, three, three, and all these things. Okay. 707 votes. I think that's more than he got in uh, New Hampshire, isn't it? Yes. That's bad. Is that what he just said? America for ordinary people again. There you go. Now, he was, he was fine in the beginning, and then he had not just the... Uh, see, people want to blame the media in that speech. Uh, that, was, that was a teeny tiny part of it. His performance in the debates was woeful, and somewhere along the line, he lost his way. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He was on the yellow brick road doing just fine, and then uh, Timmy died, and then after that, he just couldn't find his way himself. Who is or was the hottest female celebrity of all time? Here's the uh, double-digit ones only. Marilyn Monroe, 87. Britney Spears, 68. I disagree heartily. Heartily. Raquel Welch, 66. Sophia Loren, 56. Charlize Theron, 31. Halle Berry's got... About 30, man. Kim Basinger, 26. Catherine Zeta-Jones, 20. Rita Hayworth, 19. Jane Fonda, who's on our website today, naked, 19. Bo Derrick, 17. Carmen's Electra, 15. Grace Kelly, 14. Liz Taylor, 14. Jennifer Connelly, 14. Hilary Duff, 14. That's her age. Barbara Eden, 13. Shania Twain, a dozen. Alyssa Milano, 12. Ferris Fawcett's got 11. Natalie Wood, 10, and L. McPherson's got 10. Now, what about, uh, what happened to uh, Sharon Stone? What happened to Sharon Stone? She's not on the list. I thought she was on the list. Oh, boy. I don't want to start picking on Josh there, but I, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just not seeing it. Yeah, you're not wanna... seeing it. Huh? You're just not one, seeing one it. One vote. Okay, just calm down now, Mr. Smarty Pants. He's got one vote. How could Sharon Stone have only one vote? Maybe they don't want to see Sharon Stone naked tomorrow, I think. Right. Why not? Selma Hayek's got six. 
Even Ingrid Bergman's got five. That was before they burned her at the stake. After that, she didn't look too good. One vote for poor Sharon Stone, old and used and abused. She don't look so bad even now. Right. WQM, hello. Yeah, how about Ringo's wife, Barbara Bach? Okay. Barbara, Barbara's box. I'm Barbara Bach. Now, what do you think? Do you want to see the naked Sharon Stone pictures or not? Yeah, why not? Sure, why, that's an excellent answer. Thank you. Why not? Price is right. I'm just thinking that she's doing so poorly on here. I mean, Jennifer Connelly's got uh, 14. And Halle's Berry's, of course, has got... About 30, man. And who else do we have on her naked? And Jane Fonda, even, has got 19, right? Right. Am I leaving anybody out? Not that we've done so far. What about Janet Jackson? Oh, well. We've done Janet Jackson, but then again, so has everybody else. Uh, do you see her? Is she on the list? Janet Jackson? I'm, I don't think she's on here. She does have a pair, though. She's got two. She's got a pair. We've seen one. Now let's see the other one. You can see it on neilrogers.com. You can see her pair and Justin Tinkerbell's pair, too. It's a, it's a foursome. Now, El Presidente is a little bit unhappy. President Bush said today he was troubled by gay weddings in San Francisco and by legal decisions in Massachusetts that could clear the way for same-sex marriage. But he declined to say whether he's any closer to backing a constitutional ban on such vows. I've watched carefully what's happening in San Francisco where licenses were being issued, even though the law states otherwise, Bush said. I've consistently stated that I'll support the law to protect marriage between a man and a woman. Obviously, these events are influencing my decision. I'm watching very carefully, but I am troubled what I've seen, Bush said. He's troubled by what he be seeing. He didn't answer directly when asked whether he's any closer to endorsing a constitutional ban on same-sex marriages, as conservative groups say the White House has assured them that Bush will do. Will he do it? Yes. You bet your life he will. You bet your sweet ass. What a nice, divisive, hostile, bigoted, hateful thing that'll be, just in time for the election. Talk about wagging the dog's ass. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Pretty good. How about Anna Kornikova? Nobody, maybe I was hoping oh, we'd get man, till 2 no, o'clock. Nobody mentioned Anna, and George would have been very upset. I thought I heard this morning. An oversight on our part. Else. Thanks, Pally. All right, no. Anna Kornohodia. See. I'm surprised you didn't say it. I wasn't going to say it. I mentioned it this morning in my own head. I mean, every time we've done these other polls that are similar to this one, you know, she always winds up there, and I right. figured sooner or later somebody would call, and he did. She and she's got a big handicap to catch up. Right. She will. She She'll, catch up. She'll catch up with Marilyn Monroe and Britney no. Spears. You say that Anna Kornohodia looks like Britney Spears that hot? No, that's not what I said. That's oh, what my God, said. if you stuck a, an anal thermometer in it, it wouldn't even come close. Oh, she's close. She's hotter than Marilyn. Well, Marilyn's been dead for like uh, 40 years. At her peak. Now, here's one that says it's not too late. It says it's probably too late. It's not too late. I think Kim Novak would be a good candidate for your hottest love. It's not too late. You got all the way till tomorrow morning. And it's not like we got somebody who's so far ahead that they got like 200 votes yet. It's still a, a doable deed, right? You can right. still do the deed. I bet you Kim Novak can still do the deed. Is she still alive? <laughs> oh, please say she's still alive. I'm sure know. she's still alive, huh? I don't know. Kim Novak? She was on with Larry King uh, not that long ago. Uh -huh. It was either her or her body, one or the other. There's a lot of stiffs on there. WQM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, to your list, what about Catherine Deneuve? Catherine Deneuve. She just turned 86, by the way. <laughs> okay, another one, Joy Lansing. Okay. 567-0560. Five, six, oh, 
Pound 560. Yeah, Catherine Deneuve. People will vote for her. Remember those spots she used to do? I'm sure. Catherine Deneuve. And I used to say to myself, what? what? Say what? I'm Catherine Deneuve. Oh, yeah? We. I thought you were saying, I get on your nerves. And I was thinking, yeah, you do. A lot. Bad. Because speak it English, please. By the way, the French like Jerry Lewis a lot, too, David Hasselhoff. So what does that tell you? Just some people have got really bad taste. What's that got to do with the Germans? They're right next door. I see. 26 past 1 at 560 WQM. Enterex Diabetic is right next door. In fact, if you live near a Walgreens or a Publix or an Eckers, they, they got it for you. In fact, all over town, more and more people are drinking Enterex Diabetic, a truly delicious meal replacement drink that's made for people living with diabetes. But anybody who wants to cut down their sugar and take it, enjoy it, too, because it's sweetened with Splenda. So there's no nasty aftertaste like you with aspartame or saccharin. Recommended by doctors and dietitians for people who just can't sacrifice proper nutrition because they're in a big, fat-ass hurry. Anorex Diabetic is a completely balanced nutritional supplement that provides you with all the essential vitamins and minerals you need for a healthy life. Plus, it's got fiber, antioxidants, and it's low in saturated fat and cholesterol, too. Anorex Diabetic is also gluten-free and lactose-free. An 8-ounce can provides 237 calories of easy-to-digest nutrition. I'll bet Greg reads life on it. You try Anorex Diabetic once, you'll never, ever go back to whatever you're drinking before. If you'd like to get a free sample, a free two-pack, just call this toll-free number, and they'll send you one vanilla, one chocolate. Call 1-866-368-3739, or you can order online at enterxdiabetic.com. Just click on where it says free samples. Be sure and tell them that Neil sent you by for the delicious one, and when you call, you get an additional special gift for mentioning my name. Call 1-866-368-3739. Don't forget, you can pick it up at CVS, at the local pharmacies, Sedano's, Navarro's, Eckerd's, Walgreens, and Pubic's. <laughs> Sports Radio 560, QAM. Thousands of Americans are victims every year. Thieves stop at nothing to take your car until now. Introducing the newest in auto theft protection, the Howard Dean Car Alarm. Hey, man, look, a Porsche. Give me the crowbar. When installed, the Howard Dean Car Alarm will deter the most crafty, would be thieves. The Howard Dean Car Alarm. Now available in select states. South Carolina and Oklahoma. And coming soon to the rest of America. None of the money generated by the sales of the Howard Dean Car Alarm benefit the Howard Dean for President Campaign Fund. Well, that's okay. It's over anyway. 130 at 560 WQM. Mad Dog at 2. The Humper at 4. 630. It's Panther Preview. Panthers at the Buffalo Sabres. Right down the old Hershey Highway from here. Think I ought to go down and see the game tonight? Oh, yeah, fly on down. Maybe I could buy Rimmer dinner after the game, buy him some wings. Panthers at the Sabres tonight, a must-win, although the Sabres are hot as a pistol. That'll be on uh, QAM on Waxy 790. you got the Hurricanes basketball starting at 630 uh, against the Yukon Huskies in Connecticut. Josh Darrow's up there. Clarence is there to do the game. Eddie K at 10 o'clock, Joe and Mark overnight. That's the way it goes. First Lady hopes to see Gibson movie about Christ. Aren't you relieved? Okay. First Lady Laura Bush said yesterday she would love to see Mel Gibson's controversial film about the final hours of Jesus Christ, which Jewish leaders have condemned as anti-Semitic portrayal of the crucifixion story. Just in time for Easter, no doubt. <clears throat> I think it sounds very interesting. I'd like to see it, the First Lady told reporters. While visiting a high school in Bentonville, Arkansas, she had been asked if she planned to see the film. The Passion of the Christ, which depicts the last 12 hours of Christ's life, is based on gospel accounts from the New Testament as well as the visions of a 19th century mystical nun. Oh, yeah. She had a vision. The film opens. Now, aren't all these for vision of Glenn? Don't they all have a vision? Yeah, I got a vision. Right here. 
The film opens next week on Ass Wednesday. See what I said? Just uh, coincidentally in time for all of these uh, shenanigans going on. But it's already stirred widespread interest among U.S. evangelical Christians, a group with billions of dollars in spending power and tens of millions of votes. They're outnumbered badly, though. They'll find out in November. It's also been condemned by Jewish leaders who say the movie unfairly blames the Jews for the death of Christ and could inflame anti-Semitism. President Bush, who faces a re-election vote in November, has long courted Christian conservatives as a key element of his political base of far-bissing or right-wing lunatics, the lunatic right-wing fringe, as we were just talking only moments ago. WQM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Hi, I was in and out of my car. Uh, the name you were looking for earlier was uh, Jane Clayson. Did somebody call and tell you that? No, the name was Jane Kennedy. Uh, no, the lady from the CBS Morning Show. Was it Jane Clayson? Jane Clayson was her name, yeah. Now she That's does what the I thought. I, I said that at one point, and then I said, oh, no, it was Jane Kennedy. Yeah, you're correct, sir. Okay, thanks. Have a nice day. And you too. See, I was right for once in my life. It was Jane Clayson. See, when you said Jane Clayson, I said, I don't know who that is. And she used to be on a CBS show. morning show. Oh, I but see. But Jane Kennedy is the person that came to mind, though. They like complexion. She's the light. Like, right. Right. Well, you know, a Jane by any other name would smell the same. Plain Jane. WQM, whatever happened to a baby? WQM, hello. QAM. Uno, dos, tres. Too late. For just a second there, I thought Scotty Mack was going to start counting again. WQM, hello. QAM. Yeah, no, it was Jane Kennedy who was in the morning show. Yeah. It was the one that was black, white skin. This guy right. just called us wrong. Well, who was Jane Clayson? She was also a, uh, an anchor, but she was white. The one that he's talking about was, sort of like, dark-skinned. I see. I mean, Wait. not dark skin. Don't get me wrong. She was uh, light. She was like a light mulatto. Right. She was Jane Kennedy, who had done sports before she went to that. Exactly. That's the one I was thinking of. Right. Okay. Thanks, Pally. And have a great day. See, I told you it was Jane Kennedy, didn't I? I was trying to Man. tell you it was Jane Clayson. <laughs> you know who we need to get on this case? Who? Perry Mason. Well, oh, that's right. He's dead. He's an amazing star. But his boyfriend's still around. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless Line. We could still tack a few more names on here. Don't forget, we got another half an hour for uh, Scott to wait to see you today. Scott's just dying in the QM van to see you. He's at the Shell Station, uh, just west of I ninety five on Sheridan Street. Stop by to register to win a pair of tickets to see the Marlins on opening day against the Montreal Expos. And don't forget, Trevor Kidd blows, rhymes with expose. WQM, hello. Hey Neil, good afternoon. And back to you. Um, I, I, there's one that I can't believe you forgot. It hasn't been in, in the movies the last couple of years. Jordana Brewster. Punky Brewster? <laughs> no. <laughs> no kin to Punky. Oh. But she's a knockout. She hasn't been in any movies. Uh... I bet she makes a mean punky pie, though. <laughs> you know it. What is it again? Jordana Brewster. Jordana Brewster. Who, why don't George, I know George that, George? knows who that is. I do. Who is that? What's she been in? Um, I guess she was in, um... What's that horrible movie with Vin Diesel? Uh... Wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> and she was in uh, some other movie where uh, the high school was like uh, all turned into zombies. It was another crap. Excellent. Movie. Sounds like my kind of movie. Probably okay, thanks, Pally. We'll put her on there. Jordana Brewster, get her on there. We have no idea who that is, but put her on there anyway. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five. If, if somebody will vote for it, we'll put it on, right? Right. Why not? Didn't we put Katie Price? Did we actually put her on there or what? Katie Kirk. Don't put Katie Couric on there, mister. 
Katie Price has a vote. So in, uh, in other words, uh, Sid, who faxed that in, Sid the Kid, he voted, which I like. I like that. No point in calling something in and then you don't vote for it. Unless, of course, you don't have no PC or you're too cheap to go out of the Internet Cafe. Ava Gabor, Vanity, Barbara Carrera, Kim Novak, Goldie Hawn, Cheryl Teagues, and Jordana, well, Jordana just, but the rest of them, they don't have any. Out of 769 right. vote, man. And Bill Combine says uh, Kim Novak is still alive, old and fat. I told you she was on with Larry King just a month or two ago. Uh-huh. The Kingmeister. Somebody under the age of 80 has got to watch him once in a while. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Lou on a mobile? Yes, Lou, how you doing? Okay. Neil. What do you got for me? Kathleen Turner, body here. Ka- Kathleen Turner, all right. Thanks, not bad. Have a great, hey, not too bad. Have a great day, Lou. All right. I sent a fax about her. Did you really? Kathleen Turner? Mm-hmm. No kin to Ted Turner. Or Turner over. Or Paige Turner. Bachman Turner. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil, what's up, man? How you doing, sir? Hey, uh, I got one, uh, Selma Hayek. She's on her. She's got six votes already. She's zooming up the list. Oh, I'm a little late, man. Thanks, man. All right, all right. Uh, that wouldn't be a great name for an actress, Paige Turner. Very good. Wow, I love that. Or a writer. Winona. How about Dave Ryder? Love his trucks. WQM, hello. Hi, uh, Neil. Yes, sir. I'd like to add uh, Julie Newmar, Catwoman. Julie Newmar. You got it. Thanks. Thanks, man. Add Julie Newmar. You got it, Josh? Can you handle all this? I can handle it. He can. He's handling it. Unfortunately, George is watching, so he's handling it very carefully. Ew. Uh... Murphy, I got to get just a couple of these on. I had such a pile here, and then we got uh, eight million names for the list, which is good. Keeps these people off the streets, keeps them occupied, keeps them with a firm grip on the uh, on the stick. In a sweeping apology to Long Island Catholics, along with the first full accounting of the toll of sexual abuse scandal in New York, in Long Island, anyway, Bishop William Murphy disclosed yesterday that 132 people claimed they were. I want you to listen to these numbers, okay? 132 persons claimed they were sexually abused by 66 Catholic priests and religious brothers since the diocese was founded in 1957. What's 2 times 66? 132. Hmm. So that's a nice even two apiece. Every priest gets a peer on Long Island. For all of this, I've apologized many times before. I apologize again because I know that as a Catholic bishop in the U.S., I will go to my grave with the knowledge that I can never make up or restore to the victims the innocence lost and suffering experienced day in and day out by those who were victimized as well as their families, not to mention, of course, the ones who committed suicide. The leader of Long Island Catholic said that ICES had paid more than $3.8 million for therapy and legal settlements, and the remaining $10 million currently set aside in a special fund will be used to assist victims until it's exhausted and the priests are exhausted and can't molest no more kids. Nice going, Pops. Phony. WQAM, hello. QAM. Uh, yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, has anybody called in for the number 10, Bo Derrick? Yes, they did. They did. Okay, what about Catherine Deneuve? Uh, yes. Did we put her on there? And somebody mentioned her. Did we put her on? Yes. We put her on. Thanks for both, pal. C tried two and the uh, 0 for 2. They're both on there. There's the former football player who says she was raped. To the news by criticizing Nida's abilities as a place kicker. How do you like that? And I pronounced her name right. How else would you pronounce it? H-N-I-D-A. Mm-hmm. Nida. Nothing would be finer than be raping good old Nida. You didn't carry this guy. Well, there's the coach. See, they respect your ability. I mean, you can be 90 years old, but if you can go out and play, they respect you. Well, Katie was... Katie was a girl, and not only was she a girl, she was terrible. If this guy, he, he ought to be strung up. That'll right. lynch his ass. Gary Barnett, the uh, football coach at Colorado, he ought to be strung up. I'll bring the rope. 
she was terrible. So, so in other words, the the not so subtle hint is that well, they didn't have any respect for her there. That's why she got raped at it. Right. That's why they just used and abused her because she just right. sucked and they had no confidence in her. Or maybe she didn't suck. You know, the male players that aren't good, they get raped. And that's correct. That's part of the ritual, man. It's part of the initiation. Sure. It's part of the entry process. <laughs> Twenty till two. Absolutely. He knows, believe, believe me, if anybody knows, it's the mole man. Absolutely. He's been raped more times than uh, anybody in, uh, than any all the women in America put together. And that's just this week. Let me tell you right now, since everybody in the, everybody in the world is talking about Atkins, man, I'll tell you, if he could have been this popular when he was alive, he'd have loaned us about $10 million. If you're on the Atkins diet or any other low-carb diet, like the South Beach diet, which I understand is working for some people, low-carb, sugar-free, that's where it's at. There's a store that is dedicated all to you, the Lights of West Boca. When you go into your supermarket, see, save the supermarket for your meat and your fish and your cheese and all of that stuff, the eggs. But when you go to Delights of West Book, you'll find a thousand other low-carb products to choose from, things with some taste, with some variety, which is what you need to stay on that diet, which no matter how good it is for you, it's pretty damn boring. they got breads and bagels at Delights, cookies and crackers, chips and brownies, chocolates, ice cream. they got pasta, fantastic sauces. they got ketchup and cheesecakes and lots more. At Delights, you'll find the biggest selection anywhere of these low-carb, sugar-free products. They're open every day, seven days a week from 10 to 10. You can try anything in the store before you buy it. Their staff knows Atkins Dieting inside and out. In fact, speaking of Atkins, they've got the most complete line of Atkins Brands products anywhere that are on sale today, next Sukkot, Easter Sunday, every day. The low-carb diet now is the most talked-about program in the world, so head to the number one low-carb, sugar-free store anywhere. The Lights of West Boca on the northeast corner of Glades and 441, right next to Boston Market. Or call them toll-free at 1-877-LOW-CARB. That's with a W, L-O-W-C-A-R-B, or on the web, it's lowcarb.com. Don't forget, there's only one D Lights of West Boca. It's your official Atkins Retail Center. Watch your step, doctor. You get a lot of it. Bill Rogers on Sports Hall Radio WQAM. Hey lovers, a frisky, the wrong dress, to marry, the hoping for a gay revolution.
146 at 560 WQM. We forgot Cheryl Teague, says Captain Tom. Guess what, Captain Tom? He's got one, and uh, vote two. She's on there. Kathleen Turner, she's on there, too. Now, maybe this fax came in before somebody said it. Right. Well, I uh, told Josh that I faxed it to you. I see. Well, Kathleen Turner's on there. Listen, there's so many, you know. Yes, there Let's are. see. Surely so moved out. <laughs> what? So little time. This one is amusing. It says, mm -hmm. Shirley Booth, a hot star. You might as well add RuPaul. Well, Shirley Booth, he's talking about a long time ago, before any of us were born, I guess. That's what he said. And who is Beyonce? Maybe she should have separated real actresses from the wannabes. She's a celebrity. If she's not an actress, she's at least kind of a singer. Yeah, you said celebrity, not actor, singer. Right. It says, uh, who is the hottest female celebrity of all time? Is Britney a real actress? No. Is she even a real singer? No. She's a celebrity. She's a famous person. What about Julia Roberts? Okay. We, just, we dissected Julia yesterday, and we decided that you don't like her all that much. Is that what we decided? You know what you said? You said you can't no, you stand Julia Roberts. You said you, oh, you swoon when you see that bitch. Isn't that exactly, right. Josh? Isn't that what he said? No, I don't know what you said. You said she was okay. I said she's fine. I don't think she's all that great. Look, she's like skinny. See, I don't find real super skinny people all that attractive. I just, you know, I, I, I agree. They could be very nice people or very good at what they do, which I think she's a she's a good actress and she takes a lot of unnecessary crap because people don't like her right. for whatever reason. She's no Audrey Hepburn skinny. There you go. There's another one. Right. So we can put uh, Julia Roberts on there. Audrey sure, Hepburn was like a she was like pencil thin. What I suggested is that you watch Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. Which is a surprisingly good movie. Now is that a Civil War movie or a Western? Both. WQAM, hello. Civil QAM. With the radio just way up their ass. WQAM, hello. What about Sharon Stone? She's on there. Oh, how about one for the Jews? Gina Gershon. Who the hell's that? Oh, she's gorgeous. Okay. There's a gorgeous Jewess for you there, Gina Gershon. I have no Gina idea. Gershon. She was in Showgirls with Elizabeth Berkeley, but she's got a, a, a Mia space. Gina. Not like Dr. Judy Dean. Mies kite. Nobody is that Mies kite. No, no, not that, that bad. WQM, hello. Good afternoon, Neil. Good afternoon to you, sir. Um, hey, you made reference this morning to Natalie Wood floating in it. She's floating on it, yeah. She's floating on it. Well, you were talking about that uh, Palmolive commercial. Right. Right. You know that that lady died today, the oh. one that used to do that. No oh kidding. That's why we were talking about it. Oh, my God. That's why we that mentioned incredible? her. I don't know if she died yesterday or today, but uh, I heard it on the news. I'll be damned. That's why we talked about it earlier when we had the list of people who just died, but thanks anyway. Five, six, seven. Do you know that lady died, the one who used to say, Madge, you know? Madge used to say you're floating uh, in it. You're soaking in it. You're sucking no, in it. Oh, no. The Palmato lady. What are we going to soak in now? Soaking in that green crap. And they always and they, they always had their hands in a bowl. And even guys. Right. Oh, geez. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> Gay. Guys who, like, bit their fingernails down to their knuckles, and they had their hands in that green mung. Oh, you're soaking you're in soaking it. Ah, oh, fat. Man, this that's not going to taste too good. Yeah, I think that's always a good idea, is, like, to soak your hands in dishwater. And that's probably why she died. I mean, God eventually will get you. Sometimes he's a little slow. He's got a long list he's working on, okay? But sooner or later, he'll get around to you. So keep screwing around. You'll see. WQAM, hello. Hey, how you doing? Pretty good. Uh, listen, I got the... Pussy Galore, I think, was played by Honor Blackman. That's correct. You're right. And she was a, a lesbian at the beginning and Bond converted her by the end. And uh, <laughs> real quick, real quick, one he converted drop, her in the end. One drop dead babe who unfortunately met the real Charlie's Angels, Sharon Tate. Bye bye. Okay. 
Sharon Tate. Won't see her no more. She met her fate. She met her fate. Poor right. Sharon Tate. From that guy I hate. But Charlie's still living in the mansion. Yeah. I, I still say I don't care. I don't care what the laws are. Jay should have just fried his ass a long time ago and stopped with his bull crap, you know? Mm-hmm. Always make exceptions for the lowest of the low lives, the scummiest of the scumbags. And you can't spell scum without... 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T <clears throat> and Verizon Wireless Line. Speaking of scum, if your carpets look like crap, if they got all kinds of mung, not only on the surface, but down deep in the fibers of your carpet, believe you me, it's not a pleasant thing. Instead of spending thousands and thousands of dollars to go out and buy brand new carpeting, do the smart thing like I've been doing for over 20 years in my homes. Just make one easy call to dry concepts. Why would you talk to anybody else? Because these people are the best in the business at bringing your carpet back to life looking brand new. And nobody else in the world does that exclusive patented dry cleaning thing that they do, which sucks the deep down dirt out of the fibers in your carpet, leaving them looking, like I said, brand new and smelling lemony fresh, too. So when your carpets need to be cleaned next time or your area rugs, your drapery, your upholstery, whatever it is, trust the people who have been doing it in town for well over 20 years, dry concepts. They'll give you a written guaranteed price of any work up front before they start the job. No rip-offs, no worries, just a beautiful, unbeatable job every time. And when you call Dry Concepts, be sure to ask them to put you on their standby list, which can save you 15% on your next carpet cleaning by Dry Concepts. Call them toll-free, 1-800-248-5071. They'll never disappoint, I guarantee it. 1-800-248-5071. Or log on to their website at dryconcepts.com. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. UAM. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Travel like I had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Tulsa, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Madawa, Lafayette. We're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico and Texas and New York. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. We're going to California and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon. I'm North Dakota and New Mexico. And the Boston, Charleston, they lose. And Oregon, we're going to California and Texas. Santa Fe, Tolopins, Glen Rock, Black Rock, Little Rock, Austin. We're going to South Dakota and Michigan. And Lake Devils, Lake Crater, Lake Beach, Lake I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Travel I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Poor Howard, he did something I've been accused of doing. He blew it. And uh, that's the end of his campaign. He's done. He dropped out today in case you've been sleeping, in case you've been under a rock. Howard Dean said bye-bye. Thanks for the memories, but that's it. See, there was one problem. You know what it was? Was that his wife? He didn't win any elections. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, cool. seriously. He, he did a lot of great things. He inspired a lot of young people. He did that Internet thing. was fabulous. He raised millions of dollars, which uh, he flushed down the toilet. But nevertheless, and uh, then he let a lot of people down, I think. His performance was weak. It was kind of like uh, Al Martino's voice in The Godfather. It was weak. Yeah, like that. 826 votes. Let's get a couple more names for the uh, list before we leave, because some of these people are frantic. WQAM, hello. Hello. Hi. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I'd like to speak to Neil. You're speaking to him. Hi, Neil. I want to put in Donna Reed. Donna Reed? Yeah, she's gorgeous. Well, okay. She, I, I, she might not even be alive anymore. Oh, she's alive. She's gorgeous. And if not, we'll dig her up for her. Okay, thanks, pal. Donna Reed. Oh, you think he's serious? No. But we'll put her on her anyway. Well, why not? We put Hazel on there. Are you knocking 
hazel. Although I do like a nice hazelnut once in a while. You like hazelnut ice cream? I love hazelnuts. He's knocking Shirley in the old booth. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Um, how about Anna Kornikova? Is she on there yet? We just put her on and We just stuck her uh, tree trunks right on her uh, pole. I know every time I say that, you get all upset. That, that's okay. I've seen her, okay? I've seen her. Okay. She's the old beard, is what she is. She's the beard lady. I mean, when somebody tells you, okay, Sergey Fedorov, Pavel Bure, but when I start in with Enrique Iglesias, okay, that's when people start raising their eyebrows in between falling on the floor, laughing. Even my good friend Enrique with his teeny tiny penis. What does the beard have to do with her legs, which are not Nothing. She just happens to have tree trunks. You're a blind man. Redwoods. We have a poster that's bigger than life on the wall. What, her leg? Yeah. She's only got one. I see. Who is or was the hottest female? You get really testy about that Anna Kornahoy. If you listen, if you can find her, if she'll agree, I, oh, have a great time. You got oh, my I permission. Would. I give you the old pink Thanks. slip. Be right back. Yeah, I give you the pink slip. I think Freaky Carlos is wearing it now, but I give you the old pink <laughs> slip. Marilyn Monroe is leading, which I think is like the rascal house of uh, Hollywood beauties. I mean, she right. was fine, you know, in her day. She's in, back in the day. She had a look. She had a look. She had a mole, Character. and her face was uh, it was okay. The rest of her was great, but her face, I don't know. She oozed sex appeal. Right. She was oozing it. And, in fact, now if you open up the crypt, she's probably still oozing a little bit. Marilyn Monroe, 95. Probably Peter Lawford has got the part of him is in there, too. Britney Spears, 76. Oh, that's bad. Just change again. 77. Raquel Welch, also 77. She's even Stephen with Britney. She's right up to her ass. Sophia Loren, 61. Hallie's Berry's 34. Charlize Theron, 32. Catherine Zeta-Jones, 27. Kim Basinger, 26. Hillary Duff. Little Hillary's got 21. She's 40. You tell me she's 16? I wouldn't know. Well, you saw that picture you sent me with Tom Welling, and he wasn't even swelling. Of course, he's probably... Uh, let's see. Jane Fonda, 19. Rita Hayworth, 19. Bo Derek, 19. Barbara Eden, 18. Love Barbara Eden. Jennifer Connelly, 16. Grace Kelly, the beautiful, pristine Grace yep. Kelly. Classy. One of the most, exactly, one of the classiest looking ladies in the history of the human race. She's only got 16 votes. What's wrong with you guys, man? Because she wasn't a slut. That's the problem. A little bit too classy for this crowd. Liz Taylor, 15. Carmen Lecter, 15. Ferris Fawcett, 15. Remember that movie, The Burning Bed? Yes. It burns. That, was, uh, that was nasty. You know who that guy reminds me of? Oh. The guy that, I've seen him in a few other things. The guy that played the crazed killer there. Right. The one that she kept throwing in the fireplace and hitting him with a bug spray. Spraying, bug spray in his eyes, which I thought was hysterical. With bug spray. That was right. amusing. He reminded me of Bo Deedle. <laughs> Didn't he? Stop, stop and think about that <laughs> guy. That actor, I don't know what his right. name is. Somebody will let us know. But that actor reminds me exactly of Bo Deedle. Maybe he was spraying to kill the old beetle, Bo Deedle. You think? Or maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit. Anyway, so we got a lot of votes on here, and believe you me, you got a good choice. You got plenty of good choices. Sharon Stone, like it or not, she'll be a booby, uh, opening her boobies for her on our website tomorrow. Jim Mandich, he's a booby man. He's coming up next. Uh, the Humper at four, who's seen a few of them. And then we got the Panthers at Buffalo. Big game tonight. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM. I already have a homosexual relationship with Neil, so I might as well have one with you, too. Hey, Absolutely. I don't miss a pickle.